Welcome to our podcast, Synchronicity, where we know that nothing is a coincidence and thus everything is intentional. I am your psychedelic psychopomp, Chase Clarence Calloway, and in today's podcast, we are excited because not only is this our first video podcast, Okay, so if you're listening to this on audio, then whatever, you're enjoying consistency. I'm proud of you. You're staying consistent with your C. You don't need to see me. But if you've been watching these on video, well, now you see me. That's wild, right? Before you were just looking at a drawing, a drawing, a whole drawing that I made, the podcast cover. But now it's actually my face. We got our moon. We got the backdrop. Okay. And it's nice because this is not only our first video podcast, so you can see me, but this is our first video podcast because I have our first guest on Synchronicity. And this is a very special guest. This is a very special man. This man is radically awesome. This man is truly, definitely, very affirmatively (laughs) so many words so many positive words to affirm that's the one i wanted to land on that he's an infinite individual this person is a true infinite individual and this podcast is all about how all of us as spaces as infinitely individual spaces are able to create this circumstance where we are connecting with one another so i'm having jonathan on this podcast because It seems synchronistic, literally, the way that his space has connected with my space through TikTok. Literally, on TikTok, I've faced a lot of trials and tribulations. I fasted 19 days straight, got that shit taken down, Uh, (laughs) got all the, everything that I shared to build up that TikTok and all the progress gone, and then uh, kept fasting after that, kept, had to grow another TikTok, and it's in this TikTok of doing live streams where I ended up getting moderators and the main moderator that I have is named seven circles. So this is Jonathan's moniker, seven circles, seven circles represents how Jonathan is a conscious man, quite a conscious man, quite a sharp man. Okay. That's what the seven is. Your consciousness is a sharp scythe that separates you from all other forms of consciousness. So he knows that his consciousness subconsciously is separate from all other forms of consciousness. This is just where when we as forms of consciousness start to talk about God, now people want to abduct all of our consciousness and say, oh, I'm God. So you should use your consciousness to build my world. Because this is the alchemy. This is what we're talking about here. The fact is, when you're communicating, when you are experiencing life at all, that's because your mind is communicating to build a body that allows you to connect with other spaces. So your body is a structure that's being manifested by your mind consistently having internal sex. This is where we get your ego and your soul coming together. This is where we get your man and your woman coming together so you can be seen as a child of God. Okay, so all religions, when they talk about the child of God, that's, yeah, the consciousness of a space. So one space had an individual form of consciousness 
Thus, that consciousness is the child of God because the God is the spirit, the space that created the mind, which is communicating through that body. This is why you can have one million religions that are all saying that they're the one true God, but then you being the observer of those religions would have to conclude at some point, once you get lost in all their knowledge, that you are the one true God to even be able to make their knowledge real. So this is now where you get the two-way street. It's about a connection and it's a tango, baby. That's how the universe works, okay? So this is empathy. It's about consent. So I'm excited about this podcast because this is the first guest that we have on here. So we're going to be able to connect ideas. It's not just going to be me growing alone. It's not just going to be me I mean, literally growing alone, connecting with my ideas alone, you know, going through all my thought processes alone, doing my Virgo Gemini Taurus shit alone, basically. It's going to be pretty nice because <clears throat> this man is very smart. Not only is he very smart, but he's near and dear to my heart at this point because he is the one who's made me very aware that I'm not a life path number two, which I was already not resonating with when I thought I was from years ago. And I was like, learn about it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Two, what is it? I don't give a fuck. And now I have all, I have all my own number stuff that I have awakened myself to after that. So now that I have this special relationship with Virgo and how Virgo in Zoroastrian astrology or just in the Zoroastrian elements before they get manipulated into a body. Virgo is number 11 because it's mutable earth. So this is where 11 is big Virgo energy. 11 is huge Virgo energy. And for Jonathan to come in here and let me know that I'm not a two, which is a Sagittarius in this case, but that I'm a Virgo, okay? I'm not a Biden life path. I'm an Obama life path. It's a very powerful okay how communication works isn't it <laughs> that's why you're here that's why you like to consume informational content as all of us communicate every day every single day the more we communicate we all grow together it's pretty awesome it's pretty cool we're all developing each other's consciousness by creating ideas and sharing the ideas that we create and then that's where if you don't create the ideas that you're sharing then, you know, it starts to show. And that's the point of referencing people and quoting people and blah, blah. But now we get colonizers, right? So colonizers are the white supremacist type people or systems that want to claim that they created the ideas that you created. So, for example, when Christians come over into my land, I as an indigenous man, when they come over to me and they tell me that they created everything that they want to steal from me, I can see that that's a lie they just want to create everything that they steal from me. So now you get the colonization of all North and South and Central America. This is why Christians and Jews are actually obsessed with indigenous cultures. And they're obsessed with consuming indigenous cultures to create the religious texts that they use to justify slavery. It's that simple. So this is why I have Jonathan on the podcast. Not only did he make me aware of 11 and that Virgo structure number and that that's my life path, all right? But he also made me aware of his super dope idea, his very awesome way of communicating about how these Masons have created a matrix that is meant to make money matter by manipulating the minds of men. All that M energy. So it's no coincidence then that 
Jonathan's moniker for communicating about this topic is Realm with Triple M. Metatron likes Triple M. So Realm with the Triple M is going to be huge in this podcast. It's all about how these different establishments are set up and working together to keep you drowning in your emotions. Because that's basically where Jonathan and I connect very deeply. We don't just connect on our love for numbers and how numbers structure our emotions, right? When we feel like connecting, numbers structure it, and that's awesome, and we love that. We also love how fasting is truly the road to superpowers, and we know that as well. And we really know that. And it's so awesome because religions know that. Again, they stole this shit from me as Hermes. The whole idea of walking on water is stolen from Hermes walking on water. It's stolen from Zarathustra talking about how when you as a space create a mind that can sustain itself in a way that raises its vibration instead of lowering its vibration, you're able to breathe life into new atmospheres. So that's the idea of like truly water fasting. Whereas when you don't water fast, you don't fast to connect with God in that way, you're going to drown in your emotions. And that scientifically plays out is you eating the food that's keeping you trapped in the vibration of the realm that you're in. So that's why this podcast is really important. Okay. This is a very awesome man. I'm excited for you to hear everything that he has to say. He's naturally very spiritual because he has acclimated his body to nature like naruto going sage mode okay so it's all about the frog frog sage mode wisdom wealth okay because we're talking about true wealth and structure here so welcome to the wealth podcast (laughs) there's so many wealth podcasts true wealth is synchronicity okay true wealth is spiritual health that's why this podcast is the hardest podcast in existence this is the most healthy spiritual podcast in existence it's not only the most spiritual it's also the healthiest it's going to get all the keys for spirit all the keys for space from chase and all the keys for health and wealth it's lit we're growing all right that's the whole point of the symmetry okay do you see why my tree is planted here that's the whole point of symmetry mercury was called away to teach you how you as a space are chasing your desires and your desire is simply to connect with a space outside of yourself that's what connects all of us that's the only reason we can talk okay so everything from that's details which is again 11 virgo zoroaster astrology so thank you jonathan for making me aware thank you for all the individuals in the universe and all the individuals that i've created life with up to this point for making me more aware of things in all their own ways because this is how it works this is literally how all of life works we can only be aware of ourselves so when you know that we're creating life and thus all knowledge is made up this is where you know that your imagination is actually god and your imagination is what sent you into the realm that you're in so that you can experience space as a structure and now this structure is only going to matter as much as you can express your imagination into it Right, but other people have their own imaginations for what they want your structure to do. So then this is where you get hell. So now that's again eleven energy. It's all that Virgo energy. It's about hell. It's about knowing that when you build a structure, you're managing and maintaining something, and that's stressful. And that's what hell feels like. And you know that you're in hell when you're experiencing a life that you're not in full control of. And that's what it means to connect with a space outside of yourself. 
So here I am, Virgo, Mercury, using all this Gemini 8 energy, okay, Spider-Man energy, to communicate with you about how space creates structure that allows it to connect with other space, that allows its spirit to be aware of another spirit. But really, we're all aware of each other's egos because we're all expressing our spirits as the ego because your spirit doesn't exist if it doesn't imagine itself. So we're all infinitely individual in our indigenous imagination. That's the triple I then. But the point is that we can't relate our imaginations if we're not choosing to connect with something grounded. So this is where we get elements. This is where we get nature. This is where we get the idea of compromise and sacrifices, right? This is why people like to sacrifice and why the Masons that built realm do a lot of sacrificing. You literally see in the Bible, Jesus is created as a superhero. He's the idea of a superhero stolen from Zarathustra. He's the idea that Zarathustra, the superhero who built astrology, okay, they transformed Zarathustra, the superhero who built astrology into Jesus, the guy who built the Roman government, who's using astrology to enslave the world. Jesus didn't create astrology, but he's claiming to be the son of the man who created everything, even though fundamentally you can see that the people who created this idea are stealing everything from the man who built astrology, Zarathustra. So it's really them making an idea about how they want spiritual individuals like Zarathustra and people that the system was built for to sacrifice their individuality to the government that created this text. And that's the witchcraft of the Bible. That's what realm is powered by. This is why the Masons, this is why the banking system overall justifies slavery and uses Jesus to justify slavery so hard. And now you can just go look at all the history and see like, dang, so they really just stole all the information from indigenous peoples and created a text that weaponizes the truth to sell lies. Yes. Now you know why movies are so relatable, right? So they've stolen all these truths and they're selling them in lies in the form of movies. So now these movies, they're all lies, but they're brought to life by the truth. And they only matter because they're ideas that have been relatable and created by indigenous individuals that these white supremacist masons, these light supremacist colonizers want to consume, cannibalize, and then shit out to plant their own seed in and grow their own life. So I hope you enjoy this episode because uh, it's pretty important. I'm not exactly sure how I'll break it up. Maybe for audio, I'll keep it as one whole track, but for video, I'm going to have it be multiple videos. I think that's how I'll do it. And then, hey, whatever. The point is, you're about to tap into a pretty awesome episode. I had a lot of fun. So <laughs> he had a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun talking behind the scenes too. So sometimes we'll just like be talking behind the scenes and be like, oh shit, we should probably start recording. People would probably want to hear how we're sharing ideas right now. Let's get into that. It's just time is of the essence. You know, time is always of the essence. So I'm not exactly sure how I'll cut up all of this audio. I'm thinking for a video, it will be in different sections, but the audio will be one whole podcast. So this will be however many hours, but in the video format, it's 40 minute increments. I think, whatever, that'll just be easier. In general, you're going to learn a lot of cool things from Jonathan's perspective, because that's the whole point. When we know that all knowledge is made up, 
this is how we know that we're always going to learn new things when we meet new people. <laughs> that's, that's what makes the new people new because they're connecting with ideas that you were not previously connected to. The whole point of being able to relate with individuals is that we're all having a human experience. So that's where air consciousness, again, that's all of our wisdom with our numbers and Zoroastrian zodiacs and just elemental stuff, okay? We know that three being the chi is the air. So that's the human. That represents how we all use our mind to breathe life into these bodies. And that's the human experience. So all of us as space are conscious of the human experience. No matter how infinitely individual we are from one another, we are connected by the human experience. Now, we all have different ideas on what it means to be human, but that's where it gets just more physical into the body, right? You have your mind that's invisible, and then you have your body. It makes your mind visible. So my mind, you can't see it, but it is the external air element that is choosing to create light and project it in a way to sustain a body. And then that allows me to manipulate this body. And then that's just where we're getting into three, four, five being manipulation. And now I can use this manipulation to build a family. And then boom, that's six. Cause you know, you're gonna have six to build a family. And what do you do when you build a family? You just express your form of consciousness. And by expressing that form of consciousness, we have the seven. And this is why seven circles is a family man. In general, when you're a spiritual man, you're a family man. And this is why we understand that all spaces care about their individual families. So not only is every religion connected by space and separated by space, but every religion is manifested by one space wanting to connect with another space. We know that every religion is manifested to sustain a certain family. So that's the whole point of nature. That's the whole point of the numbers. That's the whole point of us being able to talk about life architecturally through numbers and be able to see how these energies play out in so many different layers and atmospheres and just realities of life. It's pretty wild. It's pretty gnarly. It's pretty awesome. It's synchronistic. Nothing's a coincidence. So without further ado, we're going to take a trip into the astral realm, reflect on our past lives, and touch back down to check out Seven Circles, the man, Jonathan. On the moon, just reflecting on my past life. Queens call me in to beat that womb to see if we can dance like asymmetry, triple balance in my seat. Spirits call me to who teaches, but guess this will be back soon. I'm busy chilling on the moon, just reflecting on my past life. Queens call me in to beat that womb to see if we can dance right. Asymmetry, triple balance in my seat Spirits call me to teach us, my will be back soon I'm busy chilling on the moon
welcome to Synchronicity. This is our first episode with another mind beside myself. Like you're used to me being here dissecting like the whole universe, how everything's created. We've led up very far to get up to the point where we can have our first guest also talk about how the world is created. And now we can just connect these ideas we're gonna build. It's literally just like nature, it's lit. Please welcome Jonathan, seven circles. The seven is very important. We already know it's about your consciousness. So we have a very conscious man here with us today and we're going to be dissecting his world. All right, not too much, but just dissecting how he dissects the world and then we can just get really deep in our Virgo energy, okay? Because there's a lot of details to life that make these demons work, that make angels send messages, that make people imagine who God is, and that make us just want to do anything. So, hello, Jonathan. Hey. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yes, I'm also good. I'm excited to have you here. I would like to say for the audience that I do believe you are in fact a brilliant man. Appreciate it. Touche, touche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, so there are three things that I want to get into for all of us, uh, mainly just the topics of spirituality, which would be the space that Jonathan is coming from. Um, psychedelics, which would be how Jonathan connects with himself and how he feels about the way in which the world connects with itself. And then the physical aspect of what we're getting into is Jonathan's creation realm with three M's. Okay. So that's triple M to the realm. The whole point of realm is to very cleanly communicate about all the ways in which we could just say the system, right? I guess like the banking system, the, um, the light supremacist system, because we don't even have to get racist, but it does manifest in whiteness, but the light supremacist system and uh, really the religious system and how it oppresses people in ways that Jonathan really only knows because he's a whole chef. I mean, he's a very multifaceted man, but he's a whole chef. So that means that he has seen what goes in all of your food. <laughs> you haven't seen <laughs> what goes in your food like Jonathan has. So just from that perspective right there, he's coming from a totally different space than most people. So my first question for you, Jonathan, is how was your general background growing up for you to feel like you are different from other people? Because you know that you're different from other people. Like, we know you're a unique individual. Like, when you hop on this channel, you are an infinite individual. Like, that's beyond God. Okay, God is like someone's idea of a creator. But when you're an infinite individual, that's triple I. You've got both your eyes. You can see duality, and you can do anything you want. You're beyond God. That's what I mean by being a spirit. Like, first there's space, and then once all of us as space imagine ourselves, that's God. But God's always going to be limited by our imagination. So I'm just reminding you that you are not limited by your imagination. You are infinitely creating your imagination so you can see your space. Otherwise, your space would not exist. So I'm interested in 
how your imagination you feel like has developed based on your unique lifestyle and how that separates you with your seven from everyone else. Yeah. So I think this is perfect to start off. I want to say, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm from Queens, New York. So I talk fast. I'm from the East Coast. I got a fast pace about me. Uh, fiery energy. I'm an Aries. Mm-hmm. I come from a, a family of seven brothers and sisters, including me. There goes that number again, seven. I am directly in the middle. I have four sisters. I have two brothers, two older sisters, and one older brother, two younger sisters, and one younger brother. I'm directly in the middle. Wow. So with this being said, I grew up in a household where we were uniquely different than our neighbors around us. We were different in many ways. One way is that my father, who was a carpenter, he did not believe in hospitals, so he delivered all of us at home. We all were home birth. We didn't have no, I don't have a birth certificate. I'm, I proudly say that. And uh, my mother, who's an yeah. educator, has a, her doctor's degree at the time she did. She ended up homeschooling all of us. So I didn't go to public school until the age of 11 or 12. It's not. We were all raised as a vegetarian, strict vegetarian diet. Mm. We were limited to a very small amount of television. And at that time, I'm an 80s baby. At that time, you know, you don't have cable. You have Mm -hmm. five or six channels anyway. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a religion. My dad grew up as a Christian. He was from Brooklyn, but they didn't force religion upon us. So I was able to think freely based on what I wanted to think. Mm -hmm. There were many other things within our family that was quite quite unique, quite different from the average person. But I'm going to start there just to give the audience a a foundation of where Mm -hmm. I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of responsibility, it sounds like, growing up with that many siblings. Yeah. um, (laughs) We had good times and we were creative by nature. What, What I realized is that when you leave a child alone, because they have an imagination, they create the most extreme things ever. Right. They're not they're not constructed and they're not directed on like what to create. They just create about out of their imagination. So we would take like radio control cars apart and we would take the motor out. We would find some wire, something similar to a paperclip, like copper wire at the bottom of a telephone booth, and we would wrap it around the motor and then put a plastic piece on the top so that it stays and we would connect it to a paper cup and we will mold a type of like mixer blade. So then we would take like milk or heavy cream and we would attach it to a nine volt battery and we would mix up the heavy cream and turn it into butter. You know, we would we would do certain types of things that just kind of sparked our our mind. We grew up not having so much money. So like in the wintertime, when we were extremely Mm -hmm. cold, we would fill up glass bottles of hot water, bring it in our bed and we have a heater overnight. Just being creative in that type of way. We were forced to be creative. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's very real. So you grew up in a socioeconomic situation where you basically had to recycle a lot. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I, you know, I won't say so much recycling. I'll say mm. so much having ingen- What do they call it? Uh, ingenuity. Mm-hmm. And I guess that ties into creativity again. One thing that I can say is that. Growing up the way that I grew up, I didn't know it at the time, but it was 
giving it was the perfect foundation the perfect foundation for me to develop characteristics in myself that i need at this time so being original having courage you know when we would have block parties when in, in new york or when we would go out and everybody's eating hot dogs and hamburgers and i'm looking like man i want some of that but everybody is engaged in eating candy you know right. i didn't eat sugar up until about the age of i want to say maybe 10 or something and you want these things but you know that you can't have them it gives you a certain type of strength it gives you a certain type of just being original and at that time it mm. seems like a downfall but later on in life you realize that your greatest weakness was actually your greatest strength mm-hmm mm-hmm would you like to share with us real quick your experience tasting candy for the first time wow yeah that was a big one so like i said we were homeschooled right and we got the opportunity to go to camp summer camp in the summertime it was at a public school ps34 and uh, this was a great experience for us because we finally got to go out and interact with children around our age we had some really close neighbors at the time and they will always have candy so mm -hmm. they also were going to the camp as well one time they was like yo like let's try this candy no nah, no nah, i don't want to try it i don't want to try it candy's bad candy's bad but then they was like like let's try it let's try it so my sister tried it my brother tried it and i was like all right cool i'll try it mm -hmm. so there were things like jolly ranches things like blow pops things like tootsie rolls uh bazooka bubblegum all of the basic candies uh now laters laffy taffies mm -hmm. and i remember there was a piece of candy that i grabbed i don't remember what kind it was but my first time ever eating candy I was so excited. I took the wrapper off. I put it in my mouth and I began to chew. And what I tasted was sugar and sweetness. And then right behind that, I tasted literally poison. And I'm like, what is this? And then I begin to spit it out, like, but still chewing it, but spitting it out. And my neighbors were like, no, don't spit it out. You got to swallow it. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. I knew something was wrong. The, the way that they advertised it and everybody was so, you know, it was so glorified. And I was so excited and ready to try it. And when I did, it literally tasted like poison. Mm -hmm. No filter, straight poison. So it's <laughs> a little bit, of, a little bit of sugar. So I knew something was wrong at that stage in my life. I, I've always been different. I've always been spiritual, even though all my brothers and sisters grew up similar to the way that I did. I am the black sheep of the family, mm -hmm. and uh, I will meditate when I was younger. I had a close uh, attachment to different types of animals. If there was mm -hmm. a, a bird. I would try to save it, you know, if it had fallen mm -hmm. down it, when it came to just animals. And even I was a fighter growing up. So even like people that were bullied, I didn't like bullies. Absolutely. So, I, yeah, I, I was I was big on fighting and, and me being an, an Aries and having a fiery energy. Yeah. I, I was really, really tough. I learned to cultivate <laughs> right. that, that energy and harness it in a direction that's beneficial. Definitely. Yeah. Aries is big war energy. So. Yeah you've got all the passion yeah all the passion so you've learned how to harness it <laughs> you learn how yeah. to harness it you're not trying to headbutt the world into submission nah, <laughs> like a lot of areas be doing right but yeah this is the power of anger for sure because anger does get shit done so clearly you have a lot of very intelligent anger that i would like to get into when considering your creation of realm because that is just one 
simple experience of you having an interaction with a very normal thing that most people find very tasteful like people love candy but because you have a different background where you weren't desensitized to sugar and chemicals growing up you were more sensitive and able to detect the fact that there's hella poison in all this candy and these chemicals are not good for our body so you already like that's you working from a different space to be able to connect with the world in a way that the world isn't programmed to connect with itself so your creation of realm is like essential in that way because it's coming from like a very calculated anger i i'm pretty sure yeah so for anyone to want to change anything you have to be angry about the way that it is so i guess to introduce realm what is the main thing in the world based on how you've grown up from your childhood that makes you angry as an aries what like what's the thing that really gets your fire going you know what really does it for me is when people are innocent when you have children when you have animals just nature yeah and and people who have the power or the authority to take advantage of it yeah it, it's, it's something about like yeah like taking advantage of you know someone that is unconscious that that really gets me fired that really gets me fired up Agreed. and um a million yeah percent. yeah yeah i just um i just don't like it i just don't like it so yeah. I, I feel that there's an internal responsibility like i don't even want to do this like i try to run away from my spirituality a lot of times and i can't this Absolutely. is just who, this is just who i am and mm -hmm. and and so this is this is what I this is what I was made to do. This is what I was created to do. This is part of my mission here in this incarnation. Absolutely. Yeah. And only you can do it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we all designed ourselves to for a specific task, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. So your task. You feel like and 100 percent, but you feel it strongly and your main passion is getting justice for unconscious people who are being taken advantage of by more conscious people, perhaps. Yeah, I won't say so much justice. And the, the word justice, I, I think about oh, yes. it a lot. And, and I don't really know. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if the, cause I, I thought about justice, and I, I don't even know if justice is even just the play off of revenge. Because I'm not mm. looking to revenge anybody, mm. even the people that are doing these things. I believe that these people are hurt and right. I know hurt people hurt people. And I believe exactly. that they are, they are unconscious in a way. Right. Right. And, right. and they just want to do hmm. better for their family. You know, they want to hmm. get more money and things to better for their family. So I think that, well, not, I think I am doing this to increase awareness. I'm doing mm -hmm. this to, 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 to bring a different perspective so that people because if it's, 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 you have you have like a saying, if you know better, then you do better. Right. And even though a lot of times people do know, like they are, they know and they disobey anyway their inner intelligence. I think the majority of the people that if they knew better, they would they would do better. So I agree. mainly a good percentage of what I'm doing is to bring awareness, but not just that to also offer a solution. And when I say solution, I don't mean a solution. I mean a S O U L 
U T I O N, a solution. Mm -hmm. And what is the solution? Well, the solution is connecting back to yourself. Exactly. So, Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. So I, I believe that there are three powers or four powers, if you will, that there's this great power that I don't know what you want to call it, but it makes the universe go round. Mm. And the universe makes the earth go round. Mm. And, and us being on the earth, right we're connected to the earth this is this mm -hmm. is taken from the book the Dao Do Ching an ancient Chinese book you talk about the four powers so if man is not in alignment with the earth then he's off balance from the equation so mm -hmm. I, I think part of the solution is to get back in alignment with the earth and yeah this is what Rome has done Rome has successfully removed people from connecting with the earth and they have done this in many different ways through the shoes that we wear right yeah. because we know that we know that rubber yeah. if you have rubber on a pair of pliers and you get a, a touch of wire you don't get electrocuted because the rubber is an insulator exactly. but the same thing happens with your shoes we're unable to connect with the field of the earth mm -hmm. because of the fact of what we're what we're wearing and and it goes mm -hmm. in many many different directions like that so i guess this is a mm -hmm. good time to actually break apart realm mm -hmm. and kind of discuss what realm is all about yeah um so before we dissect every letter of realm and like the branch out of tree who is responsible for realm who i would say so this is a good question it's a really really good question you 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 know if you look at history rome rome effectively has taken over the world they have completed their mission right and a, a lot of people think that rome has actually ended um you know rome wasn't built it's the same rome wasn't built in this many years <laughs> and rome didn't fall in this many years but ladies and gentlemen um news you know newscast breaking news rome is actually still active. <laughs> it, it, it's just wrapped up in a different fabric it goes by a, a different name right so People still care why, about the Vatican. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, even there's a place called Jersey, right, over in Europe. And then you mm -hmm. have a New Jersey over here. Mm -hmm. There was a place called York over there in, in Rome. You have a New York. The, the, this, this is why the, in New York, they call it the Empire State, because that's where they begin to build the empire. And mm -hmm. this is why you have the Empire State building, because this is how this. And think about the first 13 colonies that actually happened. This, it was in New York was one of the main ones. So when you look at the the um, the football fields and how that's very similar to a Coliseum, and even when you think about football, you use Roman numero, right? It's it's taking Rome but tweaking it into a modern day age. But we are still effectively in Rome, and this goes deep into, of course, the Vatican. You know, there's 2.8 billion people that subscribe to being a Christian. And there are 34,000 different denominations of, 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 uh, of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And the, the Bible <laughs> that lot. we practice is a whole lot. It's more than 25, <laughs> it's more than 25% of the world's population. Right. More than 25%. So, I mean, I was, I did an interview with somebody. Those crusades Egypt. worked. Oh, they're very, very effective. They have a, a, a fiery energy, an right. energy of just spreading across 
the continent, but we can get in, into that later. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I think everybody knows that the Vatican is responsible for creating the Bible. This happened in 325 AD. So the Bible is the main thing that is creating this realm system. So it came from out of the Vatican, but we know also that the Vatican is directly tied into the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And we do know then that the Vatican created the Bible by stealing everything they could from indigenous individuals to create their own version of spirituality. And that's really why it goes so hard because there is truth in it, but it's just weaponized truth. You know, this is very true. The, the Vatican, I guess we'll call them the Vatican or we'll call it Rome. Mm-hmm. Because you can't really put one individual on it. You can't say it's Bill Gates. You can't yeah. say it's this guy because it's not. It's bigger than that. Yeah, one right. could say, I guess, like the Masons. You, I mean, you uh, can the say secret that too, but societies. Have, <laughs> right, the Illuminati. You have the 13 families. It goes It goes really, really deep. So I guess just for conversational sakes, for, for, I guess it's easier for me to say Rome. For sure. Um. And we were talking about, uh, what were we talking about? We are talking about? We're talking about the Bible and how the Bible was made up by the Vatican by stealing the spirituality oh. of Zoroastrianism, for example. Like yes. that was a whole indigenous system that really everything in the Bible is just taken from that. But it's a new version based on how they wanted to employ realm to enslave the indigenous people that were freely expressing themselves before they had their spirituality stolen and remixed into what we now call the bible today absolutely and and this is what rome does they they steal everything this is why if you look at let's just use the united states as an example it is a collaboration of everything stolen it is a melting a melting pot of stolen things from <laughs> from from paintings to well i just say arts from from art to, to foods to culture to um religion clothes clothes, everything everything (laughs) everything that's that's exactly what they do it's called plagiarism in many different ways yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) definitely so and that's why it's of course so effective because it is about this basic energy that makes life work but everyone has a different relationship with it and that's basically what i mean i'm pretty sure what most people mean when they're using the word spirituality like it's about your relationship with the energy that makes life work and then people want to think of that as god and then that's the whole thing of learning like how does someone else's life work versus your life and then oh so someone else must have a different god than you and it seems that realm a big way that rome uh the vatican the light supremacist regime or whatever uh the masonic order it seems that the main way that they enslave people is underneath the idea that we're all created by one god and that because we're all created by one god they deserve to do everything that we're going to be talking about here with these letters and these systems but just yeah letting everyone know that this is the rationale of why the jewish Jewish justice system feels justified in using Jesus to spread their Jupiter. And then Jupiter is, of course, a planet of expansion. So this is why we can see that Rome is obsessed with expanding across the world and using Jesus, using the J to do so. 
And it's, mm. of course, always going to be about teaching you that you're not good enough alone. They're going to use hermeticism against you because we know they stole hermeticism and Zoroastrianism. It's on the internet. <laughs> you know, like everyone can just look at us, see like all the details of how much they love hermeticism. Hermeticism is supposed to be what I have with cynicism here now, which is just teaching you how to create your own heaven. The moment you know how to create your own heaven, no one can possibly teach you that you're not good enough to be alone and that you need to serve their God. It's just not possible. So people have specifically been put into a very low vibration for realm to be successful. And we can trace this really back to, I would say, the burning of the Library of Alexandria, <laughs> where yep. humans before that point, like that shit was in Egypt, like that was definitely because of the people who employed realm. Like the people who employed realm 100% burned down the Library of Alexandria after stealing all the information for themselves. And now we can see that their rationale for doing this is because they don't feel like humans deserve to have all that information that used to be free. So now we can see why we're in a world where we're supposed to pay for air. We're supposed to pay for water. We're supposed to pay for food because people who steal everything don't feel like the creators of that information deserve the freedom that we inherently made the information from we're fighting it's very nefarious basically like how deep the motivations for realm uh go but once you know this now it's just like way easier to navigate the world that you're in i'm very sure that the more we get into realm the world's just going to make more sense for everybody so now we got that out the way jonathan what does r stand for yeah, so R, right, the first letter of realm. I, I think it's important to address the original definition of realm, R-E-A-L-M, because if mm -hmm. you look on if you look on mm -hmm. the the um, dictionary, if you look on Wikipedia, also if you look in biblical terms as is, what is the regular definition of realm? They have many definitions, but one that they can all agree on, such as biblical, the regular dictionary, Webster's Dictionary, or it could have been Stanford, and then as well as... Uh, Wikipedia is that they say that realm is a kingdom, a literal kingdom. Realm is a kingdom. And they give an example that the German Empire was also a realm. That's one of the examples that they give. So mm -hmm. it's important for people to, to know that. Like, because when I think about realm before this came to me, I would think about like a dream realm, like a different dimension or something of that nature. But it's literally defined as a kingdom, a okay. kingdom. So that's important to to note. The realm uh, is a kingdom. Almost, yeah. Synonymous. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So 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 when, okay. when we talk about the R, what is the R in realm? Well, R, I think it's the, one of the most important things, and this is kind of what we were talking about. It has to do with religion. It mm -hmm. has to do with religion, and if you know anything about religion, ladies and gentlemen, is that many people have died over religion. Yeah, many people get triggered times a hundred when you talk about religion in the context that they don't like. When it when it comes to corporate America, I was a chef as you mentioned earlier for about mm -hmm. two decades, maybe twenty seven years, but really professionally for two decades. And there are things that you can't mention in the professional arena, probably more now than ever because everything's becoming more politicized. Mm -hmm. But you can't talk about religion. You don't. You can't talk about po politics. 
mm-hmm. and they definitely don't want you talking about the V now as well too. Right. So those those are main things that people really get triggered about. So religion, religion is a big one. I don't have all of the stats in front of me right now, but as I did mention earlier, that over the quarter of the population identify as a Christian. And there are many other religions as well, too. You have Hinduism, which has many gods in it. You have Islam. Um, you have Taoism. You have, what is the one? And uh, uh, Jitu, Jutu, they practice in Japanese. Jiti, I forget how to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have many other ones, Buddhism, etc. Right? They all have a different concept. But the biggest one is Christianity. So I'm mainly going to be focusing on that today. I mm-hmm. interview a lot of people. I interviewed a guy from Uganda. I interviewed a girl from Fiji and I ask them like what is your spiritual practice what is the religion out there and they always have to say it's Christianity Christianity yeah. Christianity it, it has effectively spread it across the whole entire globe it has been very very successful mm-hmm. yeah and 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 what that mainly does is it really brainwashes it conditions people to think outside of themselves the minute you begin to look for something outside of yourself and the, and the minute you begin to, uh, I guess, love something outside of yourself before you love something inside of yourself, you have been effectively brainwashed and controlled mm-hmm. without even knowing it. You I think just it got was, abducted. Uh, absolutely. I, I, think, I think it was Carl Jung. He said that those that look on the outside dream, but those that look on the inside awake. Awake. Mm. So those that look on the mm-hmm. outside dream, those that look on the inside awaken. Many absolutely. people who subscribe to the narrative of being a Christian, they're waiting for that day for Jesus to return a rapture. They're waiting for that day for heaven to for them to go to heaven. They're waiting for that day, waiting for that day. And and while they are waiting, we're seeing their bodies rot. We're seeing mm-hmm. wars being fought. We're seeing people losing their lives, family being split apart. Right, destroying I, 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 the environment. Destroying the environment in many many different ways. And we know what goes on in these Vatican places. We know. All of the things that came out about children that were uh, touched in inappropriate ways and uh, just so on and so forth. We can go down and down and down and down the rabbit hole. But it it depends if you are conscious enough. And I assume that those that are watching are because this vibration wouldn't attract anybody that isn't Mm -hmm. to 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 really take note on what religion has really done to the mind of humanity. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's. It, it goes really, really, really deep, really, really, really deep. So, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. The first four parts of realm has to do with uh, imprisoning the mind, the body and the soul of the individual. So mm-hmm. religion having to do with spirituality, having to do with your soul, your spirit, however you want to use that. You can use it simultaneously or uh, synonymously. But religion uh, has really captured, has, 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 has really, um, yeah, like I said, imprisoned their yep. soul. So a, a, a lot of people, they, they, they um, lost a lot of power, you know, mm-hmm. when they became indoctrinated in, in the religion system, unfortunately. Absolutely. You can only lose power when you're looking for God outside of yourself. You're looking for someone to create your life instead of you just taking responsibility for your own power. But it seems that when we get into like the internal reason why spirits even resonate with religion, it's almost always because they don't feel like 
they either are responsible for their power or they don't want to be responsible for their own power. And then that's where we see that really people who are very religious, they, they just haven't dealt with a lot of negative things because that's where it comes into the feeling like sin portion of religion, where you feel like you have to cling on to a system outside of yourself. Because if you are just left alone with your feelings, then you're not good enough. Like you're not good enough for God. Like it seems that a lot of people feel like they're not good enough for God. It seems that a lot of people have a lot of self-hate. And really, we can see that the entities who are employing realm definitely have a lot of self-hate for them to create systems based on racism or sexism or just like all these isms or oppression in general. Like you can't really love yourself if you're building systems out of slavery. But the lie, of course, of almost all religions is that this God outside of you loves you more than you love yourself, which to me I'm saying is a lie because that's not true. It can't be true. But if you're someone who doesn't love yourself, that will feel true, right? So then that's where a lot of Christians and anyone who feels like they need to go to someone else's heaven, they don't feel like they're good enough to be in their own space. So they need to connect with a space outside of themselves which then naturally leads to them only being able to relate with people who are connecting with the same idea, which is then where we start to see like wars in religion and stuff. Cause it like, it really works to divide people. It works really uh, well. Like it works just based on trapping you in thinking that you have to judge others based on how your God is right. And then it's just an all an ego game at that point. Like we can take the word God out and just replace it with ego. And it's the yeah. same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, this, this is true. This is true. You know, I, I don't think a lot of people realize this, but when Christianity first came out, right, everybody didn't have a book. Like right now, Bibles are everywhere. Everybody has a Bible. The printing press wasn't created until I believe it's in the 1800s. This is kind of like new technology. So mm -hmm. in, in, in order to know what the road of God was, you had to get it from a priest. The priests were in charge, so the, the the church was like what the government or what the government used to be. What corporations are right now, because it went from the church to governments, and now corporations. As you see, things are being ran by corporations. Mm -hmm. You have all of these acronyms nowadays that's that's been running things. But think about all of the people that just perished based on the burning based on just everything the, the the root of christianity is so violent yeah and 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 i just it, it really baffles me and and i and i understand now why it, it, it is this way because of a realm but it really it used to baffle me why people would still support a religion that has such a gruesome history and still continues to have me a too. gruesome present mm-hmm and it yeah it's baffling when you have self-love like you do and like everyone who's listening does they're like this is where we get into the science of vibration and just developing empathy for knowing that you can't know how other people feel about themselves like and you can't take for granted how you feel about yourself so on that note we're about to take a quick commercial break we will be right back yeah 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 just reflecting on my past life 
Reflecting on my past like an esoteric flashlight Hey, what can I see? All the parties that I used to be All the hobbies that have my teeth To express how much I love to be me I love to be seen Three to the tree Some of my leaves to breathe in the sea My spirit's connecting with chaotic elements They call me away so I come for the hell of it Shit or shit, pop of course, I'm with the helm of it To who these will sell it? Hermes is free, my flower will peddle it Powerful rebel, evil to mellow it Where else could I be but church to see? Tribune rounds to I-C-H-A-S-B-E to see my O Everyone knows I'm God of the moon Bunk on the storm, I can only know Perspective and roll in the show. Could you see his flow? I go into glow. Roll to grow the garden in my soul. Heavens and goals. So, what should I show you? How might it go to? Substance spaces used to see the rooms where they get home. Spoon, food in my one as I know. My nothingness, I'm my own. Man of my colors, the flow. Simulation with all of my soul. So many situations I have saved. My planet should submit equality. My quality's quantity, botany. Trippin' my tree, trickin' all my angels be trying and ghosts like I stop with these two I'm a beast from the east, find angles in astronomy, mercury reigning in sovereignty Communicate ever more consciously, just to get cause then all the ain't been fitting me We are back, we uh, started getting actually a little hard and I had to start it uh, so you could join in <laughs> um, <laughs> We started off with religion, that is where we left off for realm And Jonathan and I were just making the main points that everything is energy so your relationship with god is basically your relationship with energy but your relationship with god and your relationship with energy will always reflect your relationship with yourself so that's just where we come back to the infinite individuality thing and understanding that your relationship with god is basically your relationship with yourself pretty sure yeah yeah absolutely you know i, I think it's important right. to to, to, to speak about and this is kind of what I was going into as far as there are so many different walks of life on this planet and there's so many different languages and even when you have Spanish you have the Mexican version of it and then you have the Colombian version of it the Dominicano version there are many dialects to it mm -hmm. and everybody has a different way of expressing God and what God is some people will call God Brahman some will call it the Tao, the great Tao. Some will, some will call it God. Some will call it Allah. Some will call it source energy. Some will call it the great grandfather spirit. There are many different names. If you think about how many life forms there, there are on this planet and even just languages, everybody is calling it something differently. So a lot of the times yeah. when, when people talk about God and they like to use God synonymous with religion, but God and religion are not synonymous because even all of these religions that I named earlier, they all have a starting point. So, right. so what? So what was happening before then? And, exactly. and, and I think, and I think it's also important for people to remember because people are so arrogant, right? And arrogant means to overly express one's importance. People are so arrogant to think that mm. consciousness belongs just to the human being, and that this energy that we're calling God belongs just to the human being. If you think about all of the books ever written and all of the libraries everywhere, all around, ever written, right, up until right now, and if you think about one tiny period, just a tiny little dot of period, that's how big the earth is in regards to the whole entire universe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every single book, right. every all the thick encyclopedias, right, the earth is one tiny period. So this energy that we call God or whatever, it is 
mm. taking care of everything. It's not just about us. So when mm-hmm. we talk, when we talk about arrogance, and many people, oh my God is better than your God. I'm the, I'm the this, I'm that, whatever. It's they're coming from a state of of, of arrogance again, mm-hmm. which means to overly express one's importance. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important for, um, for us, for us to really reflect on that and to really realize what we are saying and how small we are thinking because a lot of people have mm-hmm. thoughts but a lot of people don't think absolutely absolutely so before we get into e could you just break down realm real quick so we have like a basis of all the letters and how they connect absolutely. so that I'm we great. can yeah see how religion because right now what i'm like really hearing is that religion has made money and built a structure off of keeping people asleep basically and like realm is really i mean very synonymous with dream and it is about are you awake in your dream or are you asleep lucidly living or dying type deal and we want to make sure everyone's living here so let's get aware of yeah e-a-l-m-m-m yeah so definitely so realm stands for it's an acronym, right? So it stands mm-hmm. for R for religion, E for educational, A for agriculture, L for law, or mm-hmm. you could say legislation. I really mm-hmm. like law. Yeah. M for media, M for medical, and M for monetary. So once again, religious, educational, agriculture, law, media, monetary, medical. Right. That would tie up these seven structures that I just named are directly responsible for the enslavement or the brainwashing or the conditioning of humanity on the face of this planet 99 maybe 95 i can't really prove this but i'm I, based on whoever i talk to mm. i'll just say 95 percent of the people identify with one with, with one of these structures or many of them combined mm-hmm. in many different ways Absolutely. and if you ask them a question they cannot think outside of these structures so For if sure. I say what is God, they will we, 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 we they will revert back to some type of religious document. Right. If I say, right. um, um, do you believe mm-hmm. in uh, I don't know uh, that you can eat, that you can live without eating, right? Without <laughs> eating food or whatever, they will revert back to you need protein or you need this <laughs> or, you or, or whatever. They will Literally. revert back to some educational system or or something like that. Right. But I, I'm kind of going off. I get really passionate about this. So I kind of tame it down a little bit and um yeah that's what realm stands for once again re- religious are educational e agriculture a law l media m monetary m and medical, medical. m realm okay perfect so is there anything else about religion that people need to know did we just cover it before we can go to e yeah i mean um yeah, you know, religion goes deep, man. It goes it deep. Does. It goes it goes really, really deep. And again, there are so many other different types of religions, but I'm just focusing on Christianity as that's the biggest one. So right. dogs don't have a religion. Cats don't have a religion. Trees don't have a religion. Mushrooms right. don't have a religion. Bacteria doesn't have a religion. And um why do we have a religion as humans? And I just want to put that out there why do you have a religion so these mm-hmm. are questions that you should be asking yourself i can't really think of anything to touch on right now i mean I, we could go really deep forever we but could I, right exactly yeah. 
um so i guess to answer your question for like someone on like i went through religion in this life to be like able to talk about all the asleep things so i do yeah can relate with all the people who are asleep most people would feel like they need religion because otherwise there'd be no sense of order in the universe so like people can't imagine or like see like how does the universe maintain uh fairness and balance without a god controlling everything so then it's like easy for them to fall into that um is mainly what i find yeah, they just they wonder where the sense of fairness and balance is, and religion seems to fulfill that. Whatever geographical location they're in, that religion will be like, well, here's our order. And then it's really just about government, though. Like when you're looking at it from a spiritual mindset, it's about seeing how the universe is one big chaotic n vibrational wave of nature. And once you as a consciousness start experiencing that nature, that chaos is scary and this is why people are generally kind of scared of nature and they more so like technology it's just that nature is the first technology that allows us to connect but then once we're connecting in nature in these bodies we of course bring more of our nature into that nature to create technology like clothes now a microphone and now we can manipulate nature into things that allow us to amplify what we were already using nature to do Right. And now we're like in a specific kind of realm where people are getting lost into using technology to actually consume the nature that was working perfectly for us to communicate. And this is like really what realm is all about, too, when it comes to destroying the environment. I see. Yeah, you. I, I agree 100 percent what you're saying. And I do want to add on because you mm -hmm. talked about how many people are afraid of, of, of nature or this universal energy because it's chaotic and they it's don't chaotic. understand it exactly right? so so helen helen keller the, the the famous author right who was blind and deaf she said something that really always stuck with me she said things are to be understood not fear mm. yeah you should the, the things are to be understood and not feared and if you look at nature for instance like everything has um everything has a property about it like mm -hmm. water is always going to find the lowest point so if you ever mm -hmm. want to find water, you always go to the lowest point. And if you look inside of yourself, your bladder is at the lowest point, right? Air mm -hmm. is always going to find, uh, or fire is always going to find the highest point, mm -hmm. right? Or, 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 mm -hmm. or air always goes above water. So that's why your lungs, right. your respiratory system is, is higher. So what, what again, because religion makes you look outside of yourself, the, the, the issue is that people are afraid not of nature but they're afraid of themselves to look inside of themselves they don't understand themselves and this is why i wear Deep. these hats all the time know thyself Important. because the minute the minute you know you you know everything else Important. if you want to know humanity <laughs> if you want to know humanity Facts. study yourself yeah facts literally no you, you hit that perfectly absolutely so you feel like religions are really uh stopping people from knowing themselves perhaps yeah and it could be a stepping stone for some people right for 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 certain people certain people could really recognize that this is such a a construct that has shackles on my my mind and it doesn't make sense in many different ways now i want something higher or it could have certain truths, which it does, because I quote some things from the Bible. The Bible has good stuff, but even the mm -hmm. Bible, it's not even 
necessarily synonymous with re- religion, right? Exactly. Um, I mean, so I one mean, can look at it like an astrology book because that's absolutely this, and this is absolutely what we need to nail in for everyone. Of course, all religions practice astrology. Like before any religion, they're using astrology to correlate some sort of system to the stars. And stars are just us looking at the fact that we're not alone because those are all other planets that are other spaces creating structures to express them. Indigenous peoples know this. This is where aliens used to be way more normal. But now we're in a time where somehow people know about aliens, but they're also taught to view them as fiction so that more money can be made off of them. And now we have to get into a deeper conversation of how are aliens interacting with humans right now? But that's, and you know, that kind of is connected to realm, but like, we're not going to get super lost in that side of, I guess, ideas. But the point is astrology is more real than any religion. Like that's a fact. Yeah. I I was just going to say that with the story of Jesus and how the three wise men found Jesus, how did they find him? They found him based on the three stars. So they were using astrology back then, and it's just letting people know that people say, "Oh, don't use astrology; it's that you know demonic or, or whatever." But the very how are you going to find Jesus? Yeah, the very story that a lot of people follow and worship and so on and so forth is letting you know that three wise men found him by how by following the stars. So, yeah, there it is. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's like everything right there. Like everyone literally has to honestly understand that before they want to keep practicing Christianity. Because really, when we look at Christianity, it's really just it was created by Jews. And this is where we see that Christianity, Judaism and Islam, they all worship Jesus. But then we can historically see that all their ideas came from Zoroastrianism. So historically, it's basically like the Jews took all the ideas of Zoroaster, turned it into their religion, but then they created Christianity because they are Jesus. And this is why Jews and Jesus are both about Jupiter, it's both about the J, and then it's both about expansion. Now we get into Hermes's dissect the dialect, we see that J is the 10th letter in the alphabet because it's about your heaven. So they want to use this J like a fish hook to pull you out of your home and colonize you, pull you into their heaven. So think of how Jesus is a shepherd, right? This is how the Jews view themselves. They view everyone on the earth as sheep and they are Jesus. So Christianity is literally, I'm just letting you know, like don't, it's no, like it's not personal on any Christian. This is objectively where the people who are creating Christianity are coming from. They created Judaism from stealing Zoroastrianism so that they could be seen as Jesus. And then they created Christianity so that all the sheep can believe in Jesus. And it literally manifests as Jesus being a shepherd who leads the sheep and everyone worships this idea. So now it's like when you believe in it and you worship it like this, you trap yourself in agreeing to be a slave or agreeing to be a sheep. Either way, you're going to get abducted on a ship. (laughs) type shit and you're gonna not be able to communicate with your god anymore because you're disconnected from your space and it's all intentional based on how they stole zoroastrianism and now you can go google zoroastrianism you can see that zoroaster was the taurus that set up astrology now you can see why the bible is by a bull 
right? It's by a Taurus because they literally have to synchronistically put in the language there that they stole their idea of stability, their idea of being a Taurus from Zoroaster. And that's where astrology is supposed to be the system that makes heaven make sense, which is what we're living out right now. So now we can all bring heaven to earth because we've created astrology to connect all of our individual spaces because your heaven is you alone before you enter the universe. So if you want to make your heaven real, you have to build a system that allows you to relate with others in a consistent way, which is why we have our astrological charts. And then that's the purpose of like us looking at our zodiac sign based on this planet or this planet or this planet. Because the point is you as an infinite individual are using these structures that spirits outside of you built to build a relationship with yourself. And religions have colonized astrology so that they're weaponizing it against everyone like it's basically judaism is creating christianity to tell christians not to do what jews do so now jews like we can point out contradictions in christianity forever based on how the jews made it to be witchcraft that traps you into a sheep-like type state for example um it's a sin to practice divination right so divination in christianity is when you act like you can see the future so jews create christianity and tell christians hey this is a sin don't practice astrology even though we know jonathan just said that you find jesus by using the stars so okay snap that's rough they also say don't practice divination so they say that you can't tell the future yet at the same time their whole religion is contingent upon telling indigenous people that they're going to go to hell if they don't worship Jesus. So another contradiction, very interesting. Let's see here. Very basic one, right? <laughs> very basic one. You're a child of God. In the same breath, they're going to tell you that you're a child of God, but Jesus is the only son of God. So you as a child of God need to worship the only son of God so that you can actually be worthy of God's love and make this money. Meanwhile, they're just doing blood sacrifices behind closed doors with your energy. And a real spirit has to wonder, would God operate like this? So this is just like, if you're here, you have to recognize that you're God in this world. This world, literally everyone's idea of God is colonized by rapists, uh, murderers, thieves, uh, the worst sinful people. And that's why we can, as Jonathan says, objectively be baffled just objectively be baffled at how violent the history of Christianity is. <laughs> you know, just objectively like, look at all these details. Like, ah, what's going, like, what? And so, <laughs> right? So it's just, this is why the universe is chaotic. Emotions are chaotic. And if you don't have your emotions in check, you're going to support the chaos of other spirits building a Bible out of stealing Zoroaster's natural system of astrology and making something that's telling you not to practice astrology but at the same time you're celebrating christmas you're celebrating easter you're celebrating thanksgiving how are you how can you not practice astrology how is that a sin but you're also so people in religions are huge walking contradictions and i think it's just really important that we nail in that's the big way that realm starts <laughs> yes like jonathan's pointing out the huge power dynamic and the spiritual manipulation which is why we could go infinitely deep on this <laughs> so it'll have to be more of a development thing but it's real 
right it's real there's it no is. better word it, it is yeah absolutely and, and you know when it comes to systems because we're talking about realm which is a system in itself some could call it the matrix before the movie the matrix came out right. in 1999 masons love the matrix about. they stole that from metatron right it's them trying to figure out how nature works so they're building their technological version of nature because really they just want to make money off of nature because they can't figure out how we as indigenous people create our consciousness to be able to communicate in supernatural ways right then that's where we get into of course all our superpower stuff but right the matrix is yeah. that yeah absolutely and 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 um it's it's a system in itself so even the the, the human body the anatomical structure that we live in these bodies it's it's comprised of systems we have a mm -hmm. limbic system a digestive system a respiratory system a uh um uh, nervous system so many systems we have and i think i believe we have 12 of them which is interesting mm -hmm. right because right. it goes to that number 12 again 12. but um yeah 12 zodiac systems, signs exactly right. Sy systems are important just as we have a solar system because we were talking about astrology as well too so whenever you can form a system like the most successful businesses whether if it's a mcdonald's or a, a coca or coca-cola or whatever have you they, they're called turnkey businesses. And the reason why is because they have systems put into place. Mm. So when, when you have systems, you have a lot of power, even if it's negative or positive. Mm -hmm. And that's something that people need to realize because a lot of people are just dealing with the symptoms of the system and they aren't necessarily addressing the system itself. So I just, I just want to make that clear to our viewers that are watching right now. Absolutely. That's huge. That's something that, of course, connects very hard to the medical part of realm, addressing the symptoms of a problem instead of the actual problem Absolutely. and how the Masons somehow make money out of that, too, <laughs> infinitely. <laughs> and then we see that in superhero culture as well, where it's like Tony Stark is a superhero because he saved the world from himself, from Ultron, after right. he made billions of dollars off of weapons manufacturing all from material stolen from indigenous lands. Like these are the minds of Masons. This is the world of like their superhero idea, just like the Bible. It's all the same chaotic energy of stealing indigenous ideas so that they can make money off of our attention. Cause your time is the most valuable thing in the world. Like, let's just get that right out here now. Like your soul is you spending time being aware of anything. So like, it's really important to like check how you're spending your time being aware of anything, like whatever you're aware of, do you want to be aware of that or not? Because if you don't, then the more time you spend being aware of that, you are bringing your vibration lower to experience more of that in your world. And this is the main spiritual warfare that we're in when it comes to religion, because religion doesn't teach you at all like Hermes would how to mentally communicate in a way that makes you love yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Reading the Bible made me cry a lot growing up. It made me hate myself. Like I had to develop self-hate based on the people who were teaching me I wasn't good enough to be my, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's interesting what you said in our in our other um, interview that we did together is that mm -hmm. they teach you to that Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you, but then you were born into sin 
meaning like you're not good enough to like love yourself it's really it's really interesting if you think about just the dichotomy of it like like wow man we have been effectively brainwashed bamboozled tricked on so many different levels so many different levels and and it, it sucks man because going back to the matrix again mm-hmm. the very people that you are trying to awaken those people turn into agents and they and they try to they try to harm you inflict harm upon you it's, wow. it's like it's, it's like trying to save a, yeah. a wild animal that's in a ditch you have to be very careful about how you do it because they're afraid and 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 they can end up harming you so we go about it in a strategic type of way but yeah you brought up a good point also too you know your attention right where your attention goes energy flows where your attention goes energy flows and and essentially what you are putting attention on you are consuming whether if it's music or whatever mm-hmm. else right so and this becomes who we are what we consume becomes who we are you are so yeah pay attention ladies and gentlemen pay 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 attention because we are in some dynamic important and powerful times this is the time that will define you for the remainder of your existence so it's important and very crucial that you make the most conscious choices that you can possibly to determine what direction that you want to go move in the direction that you want to go move in the direction that you want to go mm-hmm. and of course it's like so many people just don't even know what they want that's like how chaotic of a world we're dealing with basically just people literally when they don't know what they want then they'll move anywhere and then it's just basically it seems that humans are acting on the base desires of wanting to consume and people are very much lost in uh, eating, which does that bring us to E? E stands for entertainment. So that is about the media. No, e, is, e is um, uh, um, education. Oh, bet. Okay. That's education. way better than entertainment. Because, yeah, <laughs> this country literally, obviously what? It devalues education and upscales entertainment to the point where actors get paid way more to lie than teachers will ever get paid to tell the truth. Yeah, I, I wrote a verse about this. I, I do hip hop, right? So I wrote a mm-hmm. verse about this. I forget how it goes, but I mean, my mom is an educator. Been an educator for over forty years. I was homeschooled. I had the the luxury of also going to public school. You know, I went to an all white school, all black school. Went to school with a lot of Latinos. I've seen a lot of different walks of 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 life and what happens in the school systems, in the scenes and behind the scenes. So education. You know we can we can dig into this i know the time is actually coming down i don't know how you want to kind of hop into this but i'll let you lead the direction and, and i'll follow absolutely we can take a quick commercial uh before we hop into education but we do have two minutes before i have to cut off so if there's anything to wrap up with religion now is the time until we come mm-hmm. back and go deeper of course yeah so i mean once again um i think a main thing is that it helps people connect with god up to a point where they just have to connect with themselves if they want to actually experience their true idea of heaven if i was going to make it as simple as possible for all religions absolutely absolutely go inside and know yourself go inside know everything that's on the outside literally an aspect of that is inside of yourself Right. Everybody wants to go to outer space, but everybody nobody <laughs> wants to go to inner space. Yeah, go inner to, space go, is huge. It's, it's gigantic. Go, go <laughs> infinite. Go right. to your go to your inner space. 
do you know there's many different techniques that you can use if you're having issues to go into your inner space and we're going to get into this as we break down realm the reason why most people are unable to go inside of their space because this realm system has eitherly it was strategically mm -hmm. put together in such mm -hmm. a methodical way that people um just couldn't escape or just by accident i don't know but i do know that it's effective and yeah. i do know yeah. that many people are effectively enslaving themselves mm -hmm. because of how effective the system is and that literally makes me think of that scene in spider-man homecoming no not homecoming spider-man far from home did you see that jonathan i've seen all of them i love it yeah absolutely okay so yeah. like what yeah i already expressed my disdain at them exposing the soul but also not because it just gives me like the synchronicity to communicate about how the masons stole all this indigenous wisdom from mercury and are using it to teach people to be enslaved basically exactly what you're saying but not spider-man um the newest one that one with the soul and dr strange but spider-man far from home there is that, is that the one scene. with mysterio i think his name was, was yes name? yeah okay. that's perfect it was mysterio it was yeah. a guy using illusions he wanted to be the new iron man spider-man had drones that could kill anyone on the planet because bill gates yeah. i mean tony starks had that technology and gave it to him. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever he oh, then man. gave it to the bad guy because he didn't have spider sense to judge that this whatever i just wanted to bring up how important every scene in movies are to the masons making them and this is the idea of predictive programming where when these movies are making millions of dollars they're putting way more truth in the movies than they are in the school and that scene where spider-man woke up in the prison and broke out and those three dudes closed the gate and decided to sit in and stay is exactly what you're talking about mm. they were comfortable in the enslavement Mm -hmm. that's a bad place to be yeah <laughs> very bad place to be we'll be back gang gang consistently i go on every industry leave it when i dust when i'm in this y'all authentically cultivating on my winning streak maybe i'm in too deep maybe i sin when i go to sleep that's me to work for this fire ski to fly and free and once frequency and frequently see what one dreams to be and tend to vibration all the wisdom I'm chasing So it goes back to my inner station It's pace And ultimate thoughts of the place I taste the thrills of my chase To who do you choice It's the air with my voice You go cannot afford it Still pace to adore us By bringing the chorus All your demons force Your spirits adores With grace I dance and judge a desire She calls me a gentle messiah We fall in love to get higher My palate's inspired When she breathes Release turn my she's fire Hermetic with the flow Let me spit that Synthetic with the show Let me kick that Kinetic with the glow Let me hit that Connect a little more, let me sit back, yeah, deep into my Merkaba. If you can't fly, never heard of ya. Soaring high, my Merkaba. Gots to me, everybody heard of us. All cause of me, all cause of we. Magic manifest when we triple our seat. Bringing to life everything we can see. Communicating everything we can be. Like, what can I be? Like, what can I be? Connecting so infinitely, there's no limits to what I can be. I feel me so deep, I chill in my beat. And don't speak of peace. Life under the sea is so deep, it'll put you straight to sleep And that's not for me, so I'll be chilling on the moon Just reflecting on my past life Please call me in the beat that womb To see if we can dance like A Semi-treachable balance in my sea Spirits call me to you, t-shirts My guesses will be back soon I'm busy chilling on the moon Just reflecting on my past life
Queens call me in to be the womb To see if we can dance, right? Hey, some my tree, trouble balance to my sea Spirits call me to you, teachers, my business We'll be back soon, I'm busy chillin' on the moon Chillin' on the moon Chillin' on the moon, I'm busy chillin' on the moon I just reflect on what I do Alright, we are back We were getting into education We were finishing up how education is used to keep you ignorant to how the spirit actually works and how when you as a space become aware that awareness is fire and then it collects as water and this is why your soul is the water that gives your life meaning and anytime you feel like your life doesn't have meaning i promise it's because you're disconnected from your soul which is not possible because your heartbeat is the manifestation of your soul making your body matter, but you feel like you're disconnected from your soul. Thus, you feel depressed because you can't handle your own emotions. And I went through a lot of schooling in this world. I never once had a class that was about emotional intelligence, Jonathan. <laughs> never once. All the classes were about memorizing World War One, World War II, the Holocaust, the ancient world, Europe this, Europe that, Europe that, Europe that. But never once about my emotions. The one thing that wake me up and dictate how I interact with the rest of the world. Yeah. It shows yeah, yeah. where the system's um, intentions are, I think. Yeah, there, there, there's a book, and I wish I could remember the author's name to do justice. I love to give people um, respect where respect is due. But he talked about the different forms of intelligence. And we worship or idolize and put on a pedestal the intellectual part of intelligence. Mm -hmm. But there, there's also music intelligence. There's also emotional intelligence. There's also body intelligence. The, the book, I think, according to this book, he described, I think, 12 different intelligence. And mm -hmm. one isn't necessarily better than the next. I mean, it's just what we choose to put on a pedestal and, and say that this is the most valuable, right? Because just like money, we agree that it's valuable and it has value to it. But there are many different ways. Like my one of my, um, one of my uh, people that trained me, a guy from Thailand, he was always say, Jonathan, there's many different ways to skin a cat, right? When mm -hmm. I was a chef. And, and it's like there's many different ways to do something. It's not just about reading, writing, and arithmetic. This is very important. Don't get me wrong. But there are many other ways to come to conclusions and to understand the space or the, the, the universe mm -hmm. around you. Around you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, of course, to take it deeper or whatever, fundamentally, no one can tell you why you were born except you. I'm pretty sure. Like, that's truly a personal journey that, like, all movies are low-key about or all art is about or all stories at their core are about some character figuring out why they were born, I think, in some way. So it's just, like, this is the journey that you always set out for yourself as a spirit. If you were born being fully aware of how your life were going to go, it probably wouldn't go the same way. <laughs> like, you would get in your own way. You know, like people fight themselves all the time. So this is also where we're not here demonizing anyone who's asleep because we're all asleep to certain things. Like you can't be aware of everything. Like your spirit is aware of everything. But when you experience your spirit, you can only be aware of the realm that you've chosen to make a body in. 
So now it's about if you can separate your mind from your body and travel, yeah, use your Merkaba, Metatron's Merkaba, fly around, communicate with other spirits. Absolutely. That's how you expand your awareness. Know that you're a spirit and not get lost in this body. But at the same time, when you know that you made that body to be aware of the world you're in, then really it all becomes a game of what you choose to connect with. And this is what, again, brings us to the importance of your soul and why it is such a shame that the education system in this world will put Peter Parker's soul in the newest Spider-Man movie based on Doctor Strange manipulating the entire masses to forget that he was Spider-Man. But at the same time, they're going to teach us that we're just meat sacks and our brains are creating our consciousness and thus we're limited to everything after we're born. And that's the main issue is viewing life backwards like that. When you feel like you started life after you were born not that you chose to be born that's only chaotic you have no order in your life this is i'm pretty sure why religions go so hard right because they teach people that they were born into a chaotic world and now they need order that was placed in front of them instead of teaching people how they chose from a place of order to be born into chaos because that's how we can all communicate our idea of fairness and balance Right. And now humans are in a whole transformation of communicating about fairness and balance because they're seeing that their idea of God is not holding up with uh, the people who created their religions. I'm pretty sure mm. that's what we're talking about with Christianity and Judaism and Islam. Again, stolen from Zoroastrianism. Also, they can enslave humans with money, as we see in all levels of realm. And they use Jesus to justify the enslavement of indigenous peoples. That's basic facts that have built the slavery of white people like white people are enslaved by the same people black people are enslaved by it's all about teaching humans how to fight themselves so that these entities who've burned down the library of alexandria stole all that information can make their secret societies and be in rome be in the vatican <laughs> controlling everything feeling like they're the world puppet masters because they can manipulate our minds through phones and tv and movies and all their technology that we've agreed to be enslaved and set up all because whatever and and, and 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 i think you said something really good that we agreed to be enslaved i, I want to say first, mm -hmm. first and foremost that that i don't there's a balance to that of course yes absolutely it, there's a balance to that i don't i don't have i don't have any enemies whatsoever the only enemy that, that i have is the inner me Mm -hmm. And there's a, a, a African proverb that if you defeat the enemy within, the enemy without can do no harm. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about, it needs to be addressed because it's literally the elephant in the room. It needs to be addressed. And we can't skip over this because some people might think it's negative or some people might, you know, say, hey, you're talking about this person or whatever. Again, whatever we're saying are just little are things that are literally happening things that have happened and there are many documentations and many other uh sources that can back up what we are saying it depends mm -hmm. whether or, or not if you choose to look at it and to acknowledge it or if you rather choose to put your head in the sand like an ostrich but regardless you know like what buddha said there are three things that that cannot be hidden forever the moon the sun and the truth and this is the <laughs> time this is this is a time where the truth has to come out. It has to. It has to come out. So 
with this religious system we were talking about, I, I, I wanted to talk about how, you know, I was talking about how our bodies, right? And how our bodies, um, uh, we don't know our bodies, the very vessels that we're living in that Mother Earth has gave us, that our mother has gave us and nourishes us, right? In many diff different ways, how we don't know them. And what we have become, okay? What we have become, we have become creatures that are constantly looking for pleasure. We have become right. creatures that are constantly looking for pleasure. And um because of this we 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 choose to well we we can't see what is happening around us so we have something in our bodies called the nine gates based on yoga and the gates are entry points and the average human lives their life through these entry points so one well i'll name them right now you have shout one. out naruto <laughs> I don't know you if you know Naruto with Rocky. I know Naruto a little bit. My little brother used to watch it, but I haven't watched it too much. Yeah. So, okay. Go ahead. It's just it's a show all about chakras and using your chakra to manifest nature from the inside to the outside, and how these ninjas uh, do it in infinite ways. It's a very hard anime. There's a character named Rock Lee in there. He can't use his chakra the same way everyone else can, but he can tap into his nine gates to channel chi in a way no one else can interesting yeah i love anime absolutely it's funny okay. yeah it's just great how i mean spirituality is used to quote unquote make money but make sense you know make some dope ass yeah. art basically that we can be like yeah i see that in life <laughs> but it goes <laughs> deep like how deep can you go to see that in life yeah so we For have the nine, nine gates. gates yeah and i just say for the, the um, people listening you have your one Two, your two ears, your two eyes, that's four, your two nostrils, that's six, you have this, that's seven, then you have your reproductive organs, that's eight, and you have the other one where you defecate your anus, and that's nine. Mm -hmm. So with these nine gates are ways that you experience this reality around you. Of course, we have our five senses as well, too, but these are gates, things that are going inside of you, the light, the, the sound, everything else, right? So we have become these creatures that are always looking to experience something through these nine gates. If we knew that, and if we knew, you know, the other, some other truths that, that I was speaking of earlier in the past video, we would, we would know, we, we would know that this program that we're living in that I call realm is, is fake. That is, <laughs> that is, that it is, uh, how, how would you say it? It is fictitious. It is, it is, it is a, a false program. It is, artificial intelligence in its most primal in its most primal mm. making mm -hmm. so we be, we become lost in it and education mm -hmm. okay education once again is knowing thyself the question that everybody should ask themselves because questions are important right when even if you look at the etymology questions of power the soul it powers the soul but even if you look at the etymology of a question it is a quest q u e s t you're going on a quest. You're going on an expedition. You're going on a journey. You're going on a great adventure. So to ask questions, right? This is why in church you ask questions. Hey, don't question the word of God, right? You ask questions in high school. Why are you asking so many questions, right? But children naturally send you on a mental quest. On a, that exactly. mental traveling. 
literally absolutely just going on questions you gotta go on a quest to learn who you are go out of your space and and and, and who realms, the mo- <laughs> who are you in realms and realities this is true this is true but but who but, but who who asked the most question is children 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 ask the most questions because right. they haven't been as brainwashed as everybody else and right adults so why you ask so many questions jimmy why is this sky blue why is this that why is this that? Why full is of soul that? yeah exactly 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 so education ladies and gentlemen education is getting to know yourself once you know mm-hmm. yourself you know everything else if you want to mm-hmm. know humanity study yourself if you want to know mathematics study yourself if you want to know <laughs> history study yourself if you want to know science study yourself if you want to know god study yourself Absolutely. you are you are the, the book of life and the minute you read your own book you have the most brilliant the most uh how you say it elite the, the best education in the entire universe because yep. you are a, a universe and you don't need to go to a university all you need to mm. do is get is get to know yourself mad fire yeah that was infinitely fire and the worst part of the education system would be that i would say the second worst part (laughs) the first worst part of the education system is that it teaches you to not know yourself and it teaches you to know everything that's not you so that you can identify as a bunch of things that aren't you right and this is where war is still so powerful because now because people don't know themselves they identify as what they were told, and then you get nationalism and racism overall. I'll just leave it there with those two words. Um, The second worst thing from that point is how when you are lost in not knowing yourself, it's very easy to become addicted to everything that makes you feel like you know who you are. And this is where you get like real Bible thumpers or like crusaders, colonizers in general, because they feel like they know Jesus so much, you can't possibly go your life without knowing him. If you try to go your life without knowing Jesus, that's a sin. And because I know Jesus more than you, it's my responsibility to steal your land and build a system that enslaves your family because you need to know Jesus. Well, here I am. I'm speaking English. Chase Calloway knows Jesus and we're talking about it. It's a realm. <laughs> all right. It's all this. It's literally just Jews who want to expand throughout the world by eating indigenous people. And we see it in all levels of reality when we actually just look at food even. I mean, we already see it with religion. It's about sacrificing a man who fasted instead of fasting yourself, then we see it in education. It's not about knowing yourself and feeling clear. It's about knowing everything outside of yourself and feeling like you need to go to more school, go to more debt so you can get more information that was made up. (laughs) Like a lot of it is just made up to make money out of your mind. This is where we then get agriculture, the A. Absolutely, your food. And agriculture is basically addiction because I'm pretty sure everyone is addicted to consuming. Every human on this world in some way, you're either addicted to consuming food or internet content or information or God damn it, if you really want to act like you're a saint, I know you're addicted to breathing. Because really, it's just about developing a chemical dependency with the structure that's allowing you to feel like your life is real and that your life means something like 
right now I have a choice whether I feel like what I'm doing matters or not. <laughs> I could immediately like get into some weird bag in my space, be like, what I'm doing doesn't matter. And now all of a sudden, that's a totally different emotion that is going to channel into my body differently. And it's going to create my reality entirely differently. But regardless of how I feel, I am using chemical reactions to communicate through this body. So the chemicals that you introduce into your body, bro, very important, right? We know we need air. We know we need water. We have basic chemicals. Everything you drink is made out of water. But when we actually look at the agriculture of the United States, it seems like it's quite atrocious. No, Jonathan? Yeah, it is quite atrocious. So there's many ways that we can begin to, to dive into this and, and pick this apart. And I it guess seems like let's start with it seems that it's built to uh, create addiction. Yeah. How do you feel like in all the ways bigger than sugar, right? Like cover sugar, of course, to get the ground basis because that's huge. But there's so many more ways in which our food is manipulated. This is truly your field. Being yeah, able so, to see how the food is manipulated to make us as addicted to it as possible. And you're aware of how the scientists do deep things behind closed doors to make our food taste the way it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those who I gave a little bit of history, a little bit more history. I every every job that I have I have had in my life, over thirty something jobs have something had to do with the food industry the only ones that haven't was when i had a job at six flags and there was another ride park when i was like 17. other Definitely. than that every job was in the restaurant from serving to being a manager to being a dishwasher to being a chef to being a hostess to being a salad boy person to being a busser you name it i have done it a front of the house manager back of the house manager a bar manager you know, I, wow. I, was a, I was a private chef. I have my own private chef company that I call um, Loved Living All Vegetables Every Day. I'm big on nice. ac acronyms. Anybody can take that out mm -hmm. there. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> there's this. So and then I also went to Job Corps for uh, culinary. And then also I started being in the industry when I was 12 years old. And then I went to the Art Institute of Philadelphia and I went to the Art Institute of Atlanta all for culinary. So. I have a lot of culinary experience, and I've also cooked in Napa, California, all the way down to, you know, um, Philadelphia, like all across the United States in Atlanta, Georgia. So my, my experience is how I maintain a lifestyle and how I supported, you know, those around me by serving others this thing of so-called food. And I, I do so-called food because what we know of food as nowadays is not really food. Mm -hmm. Food is nowadays is and it's a drug. It's a drug, and this is the reason why when you eat you get something called dopamine because food is a drug like dope. So let's just start to actually look first and foremost at the United States. But focus on this since mm -hmm. most of the viewers are probably in the United States. Is that in the early 1900s a lot happened at this time? I believe it was 1912. This was when uh, agency was put in place in the United States. And this and does apply to everywhere that Europe has colonized. It's just yep. that the United States is the most pure example of the European dream of manifesting the new world that banks have us supporting right now. 
Yeah, so I'm keen of acronyms, and when I think when I think about when I think about um, this race, whether if you call it race like a, a, a like a, a a person, or whether if you call it race like to get to the finish race, there are mm. four main groups that are involved, and we're really starting to see that right now. And race stands for Russia, the the R, the A stands for America, the C stands for China, and the E stands for Europe. So nice. a race wow. to take over a race to take over the world. That's fine. So yeah. So 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 back back in um uh the early nineteen hundreds, it could have been nineteen twelve, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but it's early nineteen hundreds, there was an agency that was put into place in the United States, and I can't recall the name, but go ahead and do your research. It's out there, ladies and gentlemen. And this agency was responsible for making the food pyramid. So this pyramid effectively has taught people has conditioned people what to eat eat this much eat this much oil and sugar eat this much eat five to seven servings of meats a day and one serving of meat is considered five and a half ounces okay we know that burgers are eight ounces we know that sirloin steaks and ribeyes 12 ounces whatever eat this many servings of, of meat a day eat this many servings of grains of fruits of vegetables of dairy of fish etc 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 and people and, and people because of their ignorance, they followed this um, blindly and they incorporated it inside of their lifestyle. And this became the, the staple and this became the foundation of how we eat. That we eat by times, okay, and re- instead of seasons or in- instead of um, when you feel like you need something. Your soul. <laughs> so, so, so this. So so and and then what happened is that school systems because this was an agency that was put here by the United States school systems adopted this jail systems adopted this every <laughs> hospitals adopted this mm-hmm. and they all supported it so every single government instruction now supports this pyramid right the pyramid scheme of food right. and people again have felt for it so f- food by definition is something that gives substance to the body and right. gives nutrition to, to the body. By that very definition, we are not eating food, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. What, we, what, what we're eating is we're eating that something that I call food-like, food-like items or food-like mm. products. Mm-hmm. Because it does, not, it does not add nutrition to the body. In fact, many of it actually takes away the nutrition. So... If you look at, let's say, people know of something called a French, um, a roast beef au jus. It would be um, a piece of bread. It would be some Swiss cheese in it, maybe some horseradish. And then it would be uh, some um, uh, meat, some roast beef. And on the side of it would be au jus. And au jus in French means the juice of. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's how you translate au jus okay. right, into English, the juice of. If you look at the road restaurant. R e s t a u r a n t the the rant the r u s t a u the a u is actually means of just like aju right a u means of the juice mm. of so aju means of so restaurant in French which is a French word which a lot of people don't recognize um, restaurants is means to um, to re- restore of energy it literally translates into restore of energy so when we go to restaurants we should be restoring our energy right and, rejuvenated 
exactly and, and being in, in culinary school mm. we get into the history there's a guy by the name of uh agafe agafia i think his, that's how you pronounce his name he was literally one of the first ones that opened up a restaurant and he's considered the godfather of culinary he designed the uh, the, the uniforms that we put on the chef coats which i have many of that are kind of like military like if you actually right. look at them and then also the ranks you have the executive chef you have the sous chef sous just means under like sous vide right so you have the sous chef then you have the first cook the second cook the garmage the um the pantry cook the so on and so forth the prep cook the dishwasher whatever it's it's a hierarchy right so uh going back and going back into uh food going back into food right that we're not really eating food that is it's really food like the, rest, like the restaurants are literally taking your energy and 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 how can i make this claim and say that they are taking your energies and i will i would think i guess i'll make it nicely and say 90 percent or 90 95 percent of the restaurants are taking your energy because Man. let's say that the average human being okay let's say that the average human being has for conversational sex has 10 percent of energy and when they eat something they should get 15 percent okay mm. but what happens is that the human being has 10 percent of energy and when they eat something now they have nine percent of energy because the foods that we are eat that, that we're eating they're actually taking energy away from us because it requires energy or, or currency to process this food in our system right so your digestive system takes up a shitload of energy and your brain regardless of what you're doing automatically takes up 20 percent of your energy mm -hmm. so this is why when people eat big meals there's something called food or coma some people call it the uh titus the itis itis thank you um and then other people just you know they collapse they collapse. They, they just they, you can't. You don't have enough energy in your body to operate your eyes and move right. around and and do whatever. So what happens mm. is you actually, you know, fall out and go to sleep, and the body recharges itself naturally. Now a lot of people, because of the society that we live in, and it's a go go go, and they're so addicted to movement, and people not knowing that actual stillness is the mother of movement, just like silence is the mother of noise right mm. but people want to move so much so they, they, they drink a rock star or they drink uh some other type of energy supplement they take that and now what's happening is that the energy is pulling the the the, the substance the caffeine the whatever is pulling energy from organs in your body so they're pulling it from your heart they're pulling it from your your spleen from your liver different organs in your body and they're borrowing mm. They're borrowing energy and this is why the lifespan is decreased dramatically so people think that they are effectively feeding themselves because protein because that's what they were taught in educational mm -hmm. right which, which was right behind or right before uh agriculture right mm -hmm. they, they, i'm getting my proper amounts of fat i'm getting 2500 calories a day Literally. you know i'm getting all the of calorie size i should be I should be healthy. I don't understand what's going Insane. on. What's going on? And what's going on is that you don't know thyself. You don't <laughs> know thyself because if you knew yourself, you would know that you are energy. So this is why I interviewed mm -hmm. a guy on my channel, Seven Circles, Ellie Tom Elamine, who's something that we call a breathitarian, 
who has not consumed water and food in over two years, right. and he's healthier than the average 50-year-old. Absolutely. And his, and his body looks great. I'm talking about mm-hmm. cut up and everything. He's not, uh, yep. he's not lacking energy or anything of that nature. So we, we can break... Um, we can break this down a whole lot. This is actually, you know, like my main, uh, I'm not going to say my main, but I have so much life experience mm-hmm. when it comes to the agriculture and the, 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 the food industry that most people are so um, oblivious to what is actually happening behind the scenes because they're ignorant. They don't know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- I don't know if you have any questions. If not, I can keep keep going so yeah well yeah i mean food is drugs in disguise that's infinitely deep um can you give us some examples on how you have seen the lengths in which the people who design realm go to manufacture the food to somehow be as addictive yet unhealthy as possible yeah, so I'm not going to say that food is uh, addictive because I would say that food-like items are addictive because mm-hmm. I don't see I don't see people waking out, oh, I got to get an orange, man. Just give me another one. You mm-hmm. know, oh, I got to get an apple. When people eat real, real food, which is, um, uh, you know, uh, good for the body or the body craves it, a kiwi or something like that. I don't ever see people overeating. I don't see people having addictions. They have addictions to these these products that are made up and that have a shelf life and that aren't picked off of the, the tree. So it's it's a really subtle difference because of the way that we were programmed to think about what is food and what isn't food. But um, it's a subtle difference, but it's very important to know the distinction between food and food-like items. So... Um, yeah, so there are many ways that 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 um, corporations in the United States. Well, before you get into that, then what is the main distinction between food and food-like items? Besides, of course, food coming from nature and a food-like item coming from a factory that took something from nature and transformed it with fiery metallic practices. Thank you. I'm I'm very happy you asked that question. So. I've been talking a lot in the previous um, recordings that we did about chi and energy and life force. Food should have chi, energy, and life force. It's mm-hmm. a medium. It's a medium of kept of of capturing this chi, this life force. And when you take a grape and you dry it out and you have a raisin, that life force is still inside of the grape, inside of the raisin. If mm-hmm. if, if I if I if I buy a squash. And I take that squash and then open it up and take the seeds out and plant them in my backyard. I'm going to grow a plant effectively. If I if I um, uh, take um, black, uh, black eyed peas and I soak them in water for three days and pour the water out and then put, uh, put them in a, a place in my cabinet, they're going to start to sprout. And I've done this with lentils. I've done this with many other things. The food is alive. The energy is inside of there. Right. If you take uh, celery or lettuce and you have the little thing at the bottom you know where you like take it out the um what do you call it does the stem if you put that in water after you ate most of the lettuce the lettuce will begin to grow itself over again i have five pineapples on my dining room table right now there are over water and there is a whole root system that has grown 
because mm-hmm. most people throw away the top of the pineapple. But now I'm growing pineapples literally I have five or six of them and they have a root system because food is alive and we are electrical beings. This is why you could take zinc, right? And you could take uh, copper and you could stick it in a lemon and you could put a light emitting dial, which is also known as an LED, and you can light that up. You could do the same thing with the potato and also other things because food has electricity. And we have electricity. We have over 37 trillion cells in our body, and each cell has 0.07 volts of electricity. That means two cells in our body equals the same amount of voltage as a A battery. So mm. that's a tremendous amount of power that we mm. harness, but most people don't realize how much power we actually have. So mm-hmm. to, 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 to tie this into, uh, you know, what is what is food? Food is energy. Food is life. And so an oatmeal raisin cookie that's been cooked in the oven at 350 degrees, even though I still eat them, was one of my low points, right? That, by definition, is not food. It's a food-like item. When, mm. when, when you have something like pizza, you got the gooey cheese on there, which I haven't had a good slice in years, man. It was one of my one of my favorite foods, man. You know, wow. mushrooms and every and everything on it, some good sauce and from a, a New York slice, right? When you eat that, that's not food. You know, it's to the point now where my body has been refined on so many levels that if I eat some of this stuff that I used to eat, I would throw up. And I've tried it. I'm like, man, I can't even enjoy eggplant parmesan anymore. Like, it's, it's it's not it's not a food item. So. Mm-hmm. A real food is food that has life force in it. And you can do this by fresh fruits. You can do this by buying a dehydrator, which I have, and you can preserve the life force inside of it. Mm-hmm. You can have your seeds and whatever and bring them back and sprout your food. But this is real food. Everything else is not food. So, you know, when people eat a, a piece of dead meat and they cook it and whatever, and, you know, people are eating many other things that aren't alive it's not it's, it's not food it's taken away from your energy and the restaurant by definition is to restore <laughs> of energy right absolutely literally yeah food is weaponized to drain our energy based on the chemicals and literally just the fact that it's so far from water even that's why we see water fastings like healthy right like the healthiest foods are water-based like put simply i mean meat is kind of water-based but like really no we're talking about actual plant water-based foods not something based in yeah toxic substance like even gummies right like just thinking of all of the fruit snacks that kids eat growing up it's like very nefarious and like even baby food has so so much heavy metals in it it's insane the fda is insane they let so much stuff slide well, we're about to be right back to go harder on the FDA and how agriculture is set up to kill you slowly. Then build worlds for the cosmic school. I just reflect on what I do and dive deep into my cosmic pool of winter streams to fall back into my summer. My God never wants to sleep with slumber. So my spirit uses Lucifer to become a human. Now my mind is undercover so I can connect and our gods succeed. The universe has shown me what I can be. So many simulations calling upon me to share hermetic keys. My prediction receives my tree mercury. Flying. Answer five cycles and now I'm dying. Mercury. Flying. I've been summoned of five cycles. Now I'm dying. So tell me what's the deal? I've been flying, I'm with you in five cycles, now I'm dying Tell me what is real, I've been trying 
to connect the truth past all these white men lying We need the truth to heal so we can move up Like I intend when I build cities that let us choose what we want to think and feel your individuality can come out to play or else it's a point in expressing your space or calling Callaway to say your dreams should be what you chase. We are back. Jonathan's about to go hard on the FDA. Please, Jonathan, talk to the people about why the FDA lets so many heavy metals that are only proven to cause cancer in everything that we eat, amongst also all the microplastics that people love to talk about right now as well. <laughs> and yeah, so everything. The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, you know, originally in, in the last podcast, I, I talked about, I, I began by saying that food, it gives all food like items, it gives us this dopamine and the dopamine is dope and it's, and it's a drug. Why do we have something called the Food and Drug Administration that is, that is governing our food? Shouldn't it be called the Food Administration if there is going to be an agency to make sure that our food items are kept uh, safe? Right? right? Why is it called right. a food and drug? That lets you know in the very name that food is a drug. They mm -hmm. put them in the exact same category. And you know, I, I, I dated women from all over the, this world and many of them have told me in Europe and other countries that, hey, in my country, this isn't allowed. In my country, you know, this type of mm -hmm. food coloring isn't allowed. This type of additive isn't allowed. B, B and H, if I'm saying it right. This, you know, this type of... Um, uh, uh, um, conditioner isn't allowed. If people knew what was in their food, they would no longer eat. Or actually, they would eat because it's a drug and they can't help it. Mm. But they would be. But so if they shocked. really knew, like not if they like saw, but you're talking about like if people really knew, yeah, felt you it know, in their core. I mean, I've done a, I've done an interview of this one gentleman who worked undercover. Well, he didn't work undercover, but he worked in a slaughterhouse where they slaughtered chickens here in California. And we had to put the interview, we had to disguise it. So you couldn't mm. see his face and you couldn't really see my face. And we did it like, like that to protect his uh, character. But what happens in these, in these places are, is beyond your imagination. Right. And this is why people are suffering this is saying. why we have this is why we have diseases this is why we have a lot of pain because people are not being mindful about what's going in their body and where it's coming from right so there, there was a story on cnn and the story said this you guys could validate this for me go and check it out it said that the average american is consuming five grams of plastic a week how much is five grams of plastic a five grams of plastic is the same as your debit card or your credit card. Five grams of plastic. So think about that there are 52 weeks in a year. Think about that a deck of cars. So imagine this was a deck of cars, that there would be 52 cars in a deck of cars. Imagine taking a bite out of a deck of cars of all of these. Let me, uh, yeah, drink my tea. <laughs> I need my nice mm, plastic crackers. Every week we're consuming one of these okay right. so let's let's go into pigs and i'm sure you guys might have seen mm -hmm. the video on on tiktok but this one gentleman who was he wasn't undercover but he was reporting what really happens with the food that they are feeding pigs yeah full and of plastic right yeah they just take the plastic bags and everything that has the molded bread in it they say that it it's too expensive to clean the plastic out that's the excuse i'm pretty yeah. sure 
Exactly, because they talk about speed and how that equals production and how that equals profit. Right. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I was told by a homeless guy, an OG, a long time ago, never trust nothing with the P. So he talked about police. He talked about presidents. He talked about the Pope. He talked about the the the, the um the that's a police. Yeah, he talked about yeah. the um uh, uh um, pedophiles. Uh, well, pedophiles. Oh, <laughs> poli- politicians. Um, mm. it's many it's many different P's, right? Uh, that he talked about never to trust. But I just thought about that because I spoke about um you know um plastic, and then I was thinking of pigs, and mm-hmm. so that just kind of came. Does that go for Peter Parker? Peter Parker, right? Yeah, don't oh, trust Peter Parker. Peter Parker may sound there. Maybe, maybe Miles, Miles David. Maybe he was the other one. Miles David, I think it was. Oh, Miles, um, was, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Maybe, maybe that's something. Don't trust Peter Parker, but trust Miles Morales <laughs> <laughs> as well. Oh man, oh man, oh man. It goes yeah, deep so, with the P for sure. <laughs> Past um, plastic. What is that? Um, petrol. So when we think about like how like oil is like nefariously like slipped into foods and like how oil coats on your cells and like all these foods being so um unhealthily based in petrol oil uh literally stops your cells from even being able to absorb nutrients if you were to eat healthily because like it's it's not just about like consuming unhealthy stuff it's like there's so many chemicals that's what jonathan's going to be getting into here there's like so many angles of chemicals and how they nefariously block yourselves from being able to allow you to live the best life that you deserve well so let's go back to what you were saying how oil coats around the cells right and yeah you can't absorb because if you we were talking earlier about education because humans have shifted from water-based diet to an overall much more oil-based diet so that's definitely a big chunk of the health problems that you're talking about where it's coming from this is major and this is true this is so so major it's something called the the uh, lymphatic system the lymphatic system is actually the cells in your body the trillions of cells that i mentioned before when they defecate they they reproduce they eat just the way that we do it's a whole community of them right this is a, a different universe that's making mm-hmm. up this universe right mm-hmm. so when they defecate they defecate and the system is called the limbic system it's like the sewage system for the cells in our body so that waste can be relieved if they have this coating of oil around them they are pretty much having diarrhea they're pretty much dying in their own stew and and this is where we see a lot of it it goes so deep on so many levels so those who of you of you who follow me or this is not even my channel i'm so used to talking like that but you would know that i own a commercial cleaning company and in my commercial in my commercial cleaning company we specialize in restaurants and commercial kitchens because mm-hmm. this is an area of opportunity that is needed in the marketplace. And me having such an extensive amount of experience, I know how to deliver effectively to make my clients happy. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's something called an exhaust hood where when you're cooking, all of that fire and heat has to get out of the kitchen so that the kitchen isn't smoking going over to the dining room. So it gets through the exhaust hood. And I clean these for people. And what you will realize is that there's filters on there. On these filters, they accumulate something called lard vapor, which is essentially lard oil. Vapor. Which is essentially oil. And mm-hmm. the, the vapor, the lard, the grease, which it accumulates, is so, so hard it's, to get off. So it's like lard that became gaseous and like coated everything? I don't even know the science behind it. 
but like, I did it just that. get so hot it became a vapor of like and and, and, and it lipids. just goes up there. And, but 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 also because what? also because it's suction from the ventilation the ventilation system uh, is helping it to suck it up right right so the grease gets so caked yeah. on but not yes. not not even through the filters even on different equipment pieces it's a lot of grease and i have to use harsh you know degreasers or really 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 hot water in order to remove this grease or otherwise it won't come off now the, the hot water that i use is uh 235 degrees the water boils at 212 degrees right and sometimes it still even doesn't come off if you look at the anatomical wow. structure of a, of a human being the, our internal temperature is on average 98.6 so imagine all of these oils going inside of you and you have all of these nooks and crannies and and all of this uh, uh complicated um organ systems and highways and i talked about the naughty points and the acupuncture points is that you're not even hot enough for all of this grease to melt out of you and this is why people begin to experience sicknesses and when they live in a system of a realm and they are feeding from this agriculture system and by the time they get to the age of 40 they start to realize that there are their body is um breaking apart and then by 50 they're getting similar symptoms and then you're like kevin samuels who is the age of 56 he did he accumulated money and we're going to hit agri the monetary system later but he mm -hmm. accumulated money 4.4 million dollars but yet he passed away at 56 or or mm. or some other people who passed away at a really really premature age because we don't understand we don't understand how food is directly affecting our anatomy our life right. force our everything ev mm -hmm. everything so it becomes a drug there are corporations out there and i'm not i'm not mm -hmm. going to name corporations because i did sign papers when i um when i chose employee employment at these places mm. and and um uh not to talk about certain things but i will say that i had 30 over 30 jobs in the restaurant industry throughout my career being a chef and being involved and most of them are places i'm gonna throw out a company name okay. nestle all right mm. go ahead that's all okay cool so just like nestle and like the family of nestle everything related with oscar meyer okay that's all right good beautiful well yeah i mean i can name these companies right i'm talking about like franchises and corporations uh, um such as that i was actually employed in but things like okay. nestle things like hershey's things like heinz ketchup things like general mills things like kellogg's things all of these mm. things these are this is a trillion trillion dollar uh industry and these things they they aren't putting out food what they're putting out is food like items and these items are what R roberta flack talked about in that song and also lauren hill sung it killing me softly, mm -hmm. killing me softly. Right? it's killing us softly it's yeah. killing us softly we, we, we eat our ice cream but we're not knowing that we're actually eating our own life away because of our ignorance and our addictions right Literally. so 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 uh, um um yeah how do they get you trapped how do they get you to keep on eating this food how did it become a drug yeah like how deep does the science go yeah so it's something called food science you can you can go to college you can type on the internet right now and type in the um uh, name food science and food science will pop up so people 
who make frozen dinners and mm-hmm. you, when you pop those frozen dinners in the oven and keep the plastic on top of them for 350 degrees for like 45 minutes. Oh yeah. This 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 has been um engineered by mm-hmm. a food science. They've done trial and errors to find out how can we make food that tastes good that is going to be uh how would you say that's going to be uh uh um something that you can duplicate over and over again you can have that consistency and it would have the craveability to it a craveability means that once you eat it you want to take another bite and you begin to bypass all sensory perceptions and continue to eat 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 i sound like yeah. Mike tyson right? have you ever just eaten one chip exactly i bet you can't have just one right why why yeah. do they say that so you have you have hmm so I talked about we live in a physical reality, and I love that. I, I, I got that. I got that from you, and and it's, it's mine, Beautiful. right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have the five fingers, Family. right? On we have the five fingers on each hand. We have the five senses: the smelling, the whatever. We have the five elements, and also mm-hmm. on our finger. I don't know if I said this, but this is prana. Next to prana is ear. The middle finger is fire. The next to fire is water, and then the pinky finger is earth. So this is five elements that we live in, but we also uh, have. Let me and, okay. And, so that's why then everyone, when you stick your pinky out, that's Earth because it signals status. So anytime you're drinking something with your pinky out, it signals that you are enjoying all the Earth or material or all the matter that you get to stand on. And then of course your ring finger is water. You get married, right? You get bound in marriage mm-hmm. to create life with someone based on that ring. Uh, what are the other fingers? Uh, the middle finger is fire. <laughs> the middle finger is fire. So that's perfect because, of course, you're just projecting out who you are. It's technically, generally, for most people, the longest finger. For me, it's the longest finger. So that's and, and, fire. And what does and what does fire want to do? Fire always wants to reach up. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the tallest. Literally, right. So this means a lot. And like fire being the longest or going the distance, even like air allows fire to go to distance, but fire is the actual desire to fuck, (laughs) like fuck you. Life is getting fucked by you. You're having sex with life all the Mm -hmm. time. And then what the index finger is then air. So where we at? No, because the thumb is prana. Yeah, no, 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 no. So prana is the fat finger, right? The mm-hmm. one next to prana, which is the closest thing to prana, is air. Okay, absolutely. And so then the middle is, finger is fire and then water. Yeah. So this is all about the mind and just being aware of air. So fire is the passion of like, fuck you. But then yeah. air is about being aware. Like, what are you choosing to fuck? So that mm. does come first, aware. And then you get your fire inside of air. You can't have fire inside of space. You do have to create an atmosphere that can sustain fire, which is the point of why everything's mental. But we create the mind so we can experience our ego. And then our ego is all of our individual fires or ideas of God. So then, yeah, what? Thumb? Prana. Beautiful. Prana, yeah. And, and, and prana the most is functional the finger. It, the most functional and prana is the center of all of them right exactly. or you can call it chi or whatever it's that all of the elements need that in order to come out which is why in the hindu religion haruman which is they say is god's favor or god liked him the most and uh, he's called the monkey king is that he's closest to god because he's the ear he's representative to ear 
and mm-hmm. air is the closest thing. Like when you're breathing doing pranayama, it's the closest thing to, to prana. But the reason why I brought up the physical reality because I was going to talk about mm-hmm. our senses. We just mm-hmm. took a little side note, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, our, <laughs> we we have five sense. We have five different tastes on our tongue, and I forget the positions of them. But you have um, sweet, you have bitter, uh, you have sour, you have uh, salty, and what is the, is the other one? Hot? It's not hot. It's something else. But in Ayurvedic, in the Ayurvedic knowledge, you have six. But in the Western knowledge, you have five. So it, it's savory and umami are the same one. I'm mm. pretty sure it, umami it is like be. an extra one, or what? It might be savory. I, I, I know you have. I know you have bitter. I know you have sour. I know you have sweet. I know you have salty. And I don't know if it's savory. You know, oh, man, I don't want to look on this, but I'm gonna have to do it really quickly. Yeah, just for conversational sake. That's kind uh, of important. Yeah, bear with me one second. Mm-hmm. Um, one second, one second, one second. Because I want to get the stone pack. Uh, taste, uh, TST, buds um, on tongue. Okay, cool. Let's look up some images. Okay, here we go. Um, so, bitter, sour, salty, sweet. Um, oh, it's four. Is it four? Was I wrong? Bitter. Oh, yes. Okay, I was right. So bitter is in the back, sweets at the top, salties to the side, and then sour is on the other sides. But then all of them combined makes up hot, and that's when you get like the, the hot, the hotness of it. Okay. I, I believe, yes, I believe this is according to my uh, knowledge. Okay, that, and then yeah, that's the Western five, but then in the Eastern six, that's where they also have umami. Yeah, uh, I, I Ayurvedic. I forget exactly yeah. how that goes. Um, my girl knows about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah. So w- anyway, going back to food scientists, right? Because we were talking about food scientists. Right. Because they're manipulating the map of your tongue. That's how we just right. got on those details. I- exactly. So I, what are the two biggest crystals? Like I'm holding this quartz crystals in my hand. I've been holding it for a while. Right. We talked about the fascia and the pineal gland, other ones. Crystals are used everywhere, even for this computer. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the biggest crystals that people incorporate in their body? The two are sugar and the other one is salt. Those are two big crystals. And you can make crystals up just like they have something called, uh, what is the drug? Crystal meth or something? Crystal mm. something? I don't know. But um, I'm aware of crystal yeah. meth. So if that's the drug. It's crystal meth, right? Right. And that's a, that's a real thing. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, they, they make it up, right? So Yes, they do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they the way that they make salt and the way that they make sugar first and foremost they they create sugar exactly the same way that they create cocaine almost almost identically and i have a sugar cane in my i should have got it it's in my kitchen and um i watched a video about how they make it and they manufacture it the exact same way they juice it and then they put it through a process they add something else to it put it through a process add something else and then they uh, let it dry out and you get sugar in that white mm-hmm. color. It's literally a chemistry project. And when you think about mm-hmm. cocaine, they take the cocoa leaf and then they do the exact same process. And the byproduct or the final product you get is cocaine. So they're, right. they're very, very similar in nature, but it's a crystal. So anyway, sugar from the original sugar cane plant, if you drink that juice, that's good stuff for you. That's right. live. It has enzymes. It has life force in it. But 
because of language, a lot of people think that that's the exact same sugar because it's spelled the same sugar and sugar, but it's two completely different things. So wh why am I saying this? I'm saying this because when it comes to food scientists, okay, when it comes to food scientists, they have discovered how to put just enough sugar in a product so that your taste buds on your tongue do not become alarmed and they don't say, oh my God, this is too sweet. Like, have you ever had coffee or tea or something that somebody made, maybe some lemonade or Kool-Aid? You'd be like, oh, my <laughs> God. Or like in the South. Uh, I, I, I lived in the South yes. and they have sweet tea in the South. And boy, mm -hmm. do they put lots of sugar in that sweet tea. I'm talking right. about it's diabetes in a cup, right? Absolutely. And and this is what food scientists have effectively mm -hmm. have effectively done with a lot of food. They have found out how to put just enough sugar so that your taste buds do not get alarmed and send a signal to the brain that this is too sweet. And they have done the exact same thing that when it comes to sodium. So when you eat these laid potato chips that I bet you just can't have not one, they have put so we know they're salty. They have put so much salt into it, but it doesn't trigger your taste buds where you will go, oh, this is too salty. Have you ever tried something that's too salty, something that your, your wife made or your girlfriend or your whoever and you're like um this is good but you want to be like nah this is nasty way too much salt right because it gets to that point where you need salt i need some salt but then it gets to a point where oh this is this is too much you have to mm -hmm. find that balancing point so they have mm -hmm. pushed it up to the point and not only up to the point what they also do sometimes as well too is they will add extra ingredients just so they can even add more sodium that will disguise the amount of sodium that's in it so that your your taste buds would not pick it up so that it would not register. How does have, that work? And they have done the same method. They have done the same method with uh, uh, sugar. So how would this work? Let me see if I can give you a good description. Let's use something, for instance, like um, soy sauce. We know that soy sauce is incredibly, in incredibly um uh, 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 salty it has a, mm -hmm. a huge amount of sodium inside of it. So there's a lot of restaurants out there that would make something called soy ginger. I'm not going to give any types of names of what restaurants these are, right? So mm -hmm. they would add some cilantro to the soy sauce. They would add a bunch of sugar to the soy sauce. Mm -hmm. uh, they would add a bunch of um, you know chopped uh, chives or whatever, and then they would add you know maybe um, I don't know uh, some red chili flakes and some sriracha. And mix it up and you're starting to get soy ginger which would be nice to dip something in into they were saying hmm to make this even more of a craveability food a craveability food meaning that you want more you just can't have just one they would say let's add this much water into it and mm. then we can add this much more salt into mm. it or 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 when it mm. comes to sugar right like okay. because we have these different taste buds literally a lot of asian foods right there's something that this one place they make something called lemon lemon chicken and they would take chicken tenders they would dip it in some rice flour batter and they would fry it and you would fry it a certain way to now you get a ball of chicken that is like tempura style mm. and they would they would take it and toss it in a bowl with this orange sauce and they would put lemon or uh, orange zest on the top of it and you would eat it with rice and some vegetables that's like sauteed in uh some sesame seed oil and maybe some soy ginger or something else yeah and yeah, people will go, oh, my God, it's delicious, right? And it's a, real, a very popular dish. Well, when it comes to making the orange sauce, and uh, you would take some concentrated orange juice, you would take uh, literally 
literally, ladies and gentlemen, twelve cups of sugar. <laughs> keep in mind, one, keep in mind, one cup is eight ounces. Twelve cups of sugar, and then you will put some. Um, you will put some. Uh, what is the other ingredient? You will put some rice wine vinegar. And what the rice wine vinegar does is it dumps down the sugar so that your body thinks that you're get, tasting something sour. And you go, oh, that's sourness, right? And and because the that's orange juice. That's wild. So it's basically molasses. Juice, yeah, so because the orange juice is sour too, mm-hmm. right? You put in register. And you would think like, oh, this is, has a sour taste. This is good. Let me get more. But not knowing that below that, you're eating a, a whole entire cup of sugar. And then you wonder why you have food or coma because you just been drugged out on a drug that is manufactured wow. the exact same way that cocaine is manufactured. Mm-hmm. And this, it creates a craveability. And now all of a sudden you, you're feeding these organisms in your body. And one day you're, you're, you're wondering, hey, I just got a craving for some freaking orange chicken. That's because these, these organisms in your body are saying, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I need some more of that. And now you're being programmed by the, the, the little things inside of you saying, mm. hey, I need more, I need more, I need more. And this is why it's important to fast. And this is why people mm-hmm. should support you and become a student of your school. Because when you fast, you neutralize everything, everything. and you start from ground zero. They, they've done experiments with rats that the, the less they feed a rat, their lifespan is extended tremendously. Literally. And yeah, right. and this is why Elitam Elamine, you know, the breathitarian and many other people, even Saguru, which I don't resonate with everything that Saguru is, is doing, but you have to say you, a truth is a truth, right? So Yeah. Um yeah, everyone's so, got their infinite perspective. Exactly, exactly. So right. um yeah, he, t- he talks about the power of fasting and how that extends light life force and in, in your lifespan. Because you have to get to a space of being neutral. But for conversational sakes and for the realm, right, religion, education, and we're on agriculture, A, the agriculture system has been hijacked and has been put under the label of food, just like sugar has been put under the label of sugar. But sugar is not sugar. It's a chemical. It's a drug. And food is not food. It's food-like items, which right. is also a drug. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is coming from somebody who has a tremendous amount of experience. When we look at college degrees, if you want to get a job, they say you need a bachelor's degree or you need five years of experience because experience is key, right? Information is one thing. Knowledge is another thing, knowing it. But wisdom is when you experience something. And I've experienced this throughout all of my life, throughout all of my life. And I know exactly what these foods are composed of. And I know on an intimate level what it does to your anatomical structure, a.k.a. your tempo. Man. Yep. So, before we move on to L, which is just going to be a, a whole different atmosphere, law, um, you know, like getting into police and enforcement, like the history. The history of food is basically to make humans as addicted as possible, it seems, or at the very least, when we're talking about the United States. Everything is manufactured to make you want to eat it as much as possible, but the manufacturing process makes it as nutritionally empty as possible. Let me say something. Food is used as a program mechanism, mm. and, and, and I could use food as a weapon 
to mm. literally make people do what I want them to do. Yep. I prom I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, but right. I'm not that type I'm not that type of spirit. So what am I talking <laughs> about? We remember the Matrix number two, I don't know if, who's seen that movie, and there's this attractive lady and the one mm -hmm. French guy the Merovingian. Yeah, he gives her a, a slice of cake. She eats that cake and she has an orgasm. Right. Because food can literally control you like that, just like alcohol can control you like that. So oh, yeah. there's been there's been times when I worked at a corporation and I was the manager of Fortune 500 company, right? Whatever. And um, I ran a great shift. I'm very vocal. People love me. You know, bubbly personality. John and John and I'm, yeah, you over there, you this, you that, talking to customers and I'm just in my element. Absolutely. And then at the, at the end of the night, after a 12 hour shift or 10 hour shift, I'm doing paperwork. I'm putting in the, 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 the products that we lost in waste so that we can track our numbers. And I'm doing a mm -hmm. bunch of other managerial stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I did good today. I'm going to treat myself. Let me get a, a slice of cheesecake. Mm -hmm. And I would dive into it and I would get a cheesecake. I get whatever I want, right? I, you would think that I would be fat, right? Because I had access to so many types of foods. But obviously, I know something. So <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would eat the cheesecake. And literally like a minute after I ate the cheesecake, after being so dynamic and so much on beta on beta frequency that my brain became paralyzed, that it literally that the sugar in the cheesecake literally paralyzed my brain where I could no longer spill easy words like there, where I could uh no longer where I could no longer think properly and move fast the way that I was moving. And I would just be stuck like uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, because it has literally and, and I'm a sensitive person right B like based on like spirituality not sensitive like oh I'm sensitive like like I'm in tune and um yeah this is what it does to you mm -hmm. so it affects it, it affects people so if you want to control a group of people you give them a certain type of food and then you tell them a certain type of message and those people become programmed. What's happening in the churches, especially a lot of black churches, fried chicken, the so-called soul food, which is really that mm. food, right? They're eating all of that food and then they're going out right. there, praise the Lord, I got the Holy Spirit, Jesus, whatever. And they're big. They got cataracts. They got, <laughs> they got all Get kinds them, of stuff. They got them. all types of stuff happening, ha happening to Get them. them. And, 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 and um, you know, they're not respecting their, their own bodies, right? Right. So food 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 is not food don't be a fool really realize what food is and it's interesting how they almost rhyme together right food and food right so don't 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 eat your life away there are two mm -hmm. type of people there's one person that eats to live there's really three people there's one person that eats to live and then there's another person that lives to eat human beings have became scavengers to the highest degree and pleasure seekers to the highest degree mm -hmm. right and, and and you need to and 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 i will suggest i would suggest that if you do not want to go to a grave early premature between be before accomplishing what you came here to accomplish on this planet i will highly recommend that you look at what is being put inside of your system tesla says something and i put this video out on my tiktok seven circles follow me on tiktok he put this video mm -hmm. out he he said i really believe that the chefs are in conspiracy are in a conspiracy to kill me these would and he talked about what the food industry was all about right mm -hmm. because food is 
dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And again, you know, I know it's hard for people to eat vegetables, to eat a piece of celery. <laughs> you want, we live in an in in environment where you got Chef Ramsay and everything is so popularized and food is all around you. But if you were to de detox and fast and literally go back into it, these things that you th thought tasted so good, just like, just, like the, just like the first time I ate candy, you would know, you would know that, you would know that um, it's not really food, that it's chemicals right. that's made up in, in a, a laboratory. And that's why salt is called CL2NA. Because that's that's a chemistry formula. Cl two is chloride, and Na is sodium. It's sodium chloride. Mm-hmm. 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 Down. Yeah, yeah. I, I can keep going if you want. Down. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, so there's just different. So, this so language me... is so nefarious. Like you, you just explained how there's different kinds of salt, just like there's different kinds of sugar. Like when one person says sugar. They can be referring to a totally different chemical compound than someone else. So it's kind of like you're saying that when someone says salt, they've manufactured salt to the point where we can be talking about totally different chemical compounds that have different reactions in our bodies. Absolutely. And this is exactly what you're saying. That's exactly what they have done with God as well, too. Mm. Is that one person says God and people think that they're talking about the same thing. One person says salt. Everybody mm -hmm. thinks that it's a universal salt or universal sugar, but it's not. And this is the deception of language and how we become programmed. And of course, we know the etymology, spells and cast and program and all this other stuff. It goes deep, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of, yep. of you who are watching this, I'm sure you're pretty much uh, astute and familiar with yeah. what is going on in that realm. Of yeah. Things. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, um, look, right now, this is big, and I believe it's political because I have friends in Europe and other countries that baby formula. Oh, this is a, a scarce in baby formula. Baby formula, what are we going to do? If you were to look at the ingredients of baby formula and look at what's in that, that they literally have high fructose corn syrup. If right. You were to look at, Insane. If you, were to, if you were to look at baby, baby food and look at the fact that it has, uh, what is it called? sodium uh man what's the name um um um, um citric acid yeah citric acid mm -hmm. in it and some of them do have high fructose corn syrup as well too if you were to look at baby water that's in the pink uh bottle the gallon bottle that's sold in walmart that has fluoride in it and they tell you to mix that with your baby formula this is not a strong foundation to build a healthy body for a god being think about the stories of the three little pigs i'm gonna build mines with straw i'm gonna build mines with wood i'm gonna build mines with brick you want to build your temple with something that has life force in it, something that can hold up to the test of time. And if you're mm -hmm. building it based on these chemical projects that corporations have created just to get a profit and they don't care about who they poison in order to get it. And they're and, and they're and they're Jonathan. It's just a rude awakening that's happening. Yep. It's a rude awakening that's happening. So, you know, it's really it's really, really sad. I, I, I worked at this one corporation. And I just make this really quick. I worked at this one corporation and there was a little girl and her name was Gabriella. And um, she was so beautiful. And her mom would come all of the time to eat. And me being the, the, the big chef of the place, I would show her around. This girl had cancer. And the mm. only thing that, that she could eat 
that she wanted to eat was pasta with butter and Parmesan cheese on it. Mm. And I remember that she gave me a bracelet and I still have it. And it says Gabriella. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks later, she passed away. And, you know, a lot of the people within the establishment, they went to her funeral. They let out a hundred doves flying everywhere. There was a chorus of children singing such beautiful, angelic voices. And it really touched my heart. And then about, uh, I want to say a year later, I had a daughter. And when I was driving, um, and I'm trying to figure out what is going to be the name of my daughter. And it was tough times for me. Um, that's a different part of my life that I'll be getting to later and some other time. But the name came into my head. My name is Gabriella. And I forgot mm. that I knew this little girl named Gabriella who passed away. And then I looked up the definition of Gabriella, and it means that God is my strength. And I was like, wow, mm. this, is a, this is a powerful name. And the little girl, you know, the cancer that she had, I believe, and this is just my personal belief, that it was tied directly to the foods. It was tied directly to the system of the realm that we live in. Right. And there's so many people who are passing away, ladies and gentlemen, of older ages, of younger ages. We had Chad bon- Bonswick from, I hope I said his name right, from Black Panther. He yeah, passed Chadwick away. Boseman. Boseman, thank you. He, 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 mm-hmm. he passed away you know, at a young age before completing, in my opinion, what he needed to complete. DMX passed away at 50. Again, Kevin Samuel, there's so many people who pass away at such a premature age because of their inability to sustain themselves. When it comes to life, and I'll finish off with this, when it comes to life, the first law of life is self-preservation. So what that means is that to preserve oneself, Mm -hmm. any type of life form, regardless of if it's a one, a single cell uh, organism or something that's more complex, like a, 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 a beer, a honey beer, a polar beer, a black beer, a grizzly beer, whatever, is to preserve their life force and to preserve their life. And they would do this by running away, by disguising themselves, by camouflaging, by fighting, which many do and many don't. And they have many methods about how they go about that, but they want to preserve their life. And when we eat foods that directly go against our own life, and that literally uh, goes against life in, in, in reality, we have to be out of our minds. <laughs> we have to be out of our minds. Literally. And, and, we really need, and then we talk about I'm pro-life, and we talk about abortion, and we talk about all these other Man. stupid political things that really have no merit because we aren't really looking at ourselves first. So I'm going to pass it to you, and I just want to say thank you for letting me get that out. Yeah, we're about to be right back because uh it's only gonna go deeper with four more letters bro because law is a whole thing it's nefarious yeah 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 when you open the eye just see reflection planet sky for your direction flex my mind and spend your reflection sex and vice receiver projection sex on mercury writing sentence y'all made a hermit about theory guys i'm unpredictable with bringing these blessings don't be cynical you never be a lesson out of the moon, man, the sun Putting these cycles to learn how we run I stop with the hell, it's 51 He's easy, he must take him like a gun Have his heart, it's me when I'm nothing My body stays steady plumbing My tribute cellular function Loving to dance in the sun Now I'm a star Live with a car, take me real far Leave your home to find out who you are X-ray stance to feel our heart Arts and senses are on the art Indigenous time, invisible I part that we see talk motors Come with your from the start Thesis and lace, you're telling me Start and caught up in a chart That says you should be to chase You're doing to feel hate race Constant change, don't stay in one place Life's trying to talk to your standard space Much like this fire, spreading the fire Give me king's water, cause constant desire Tell me alone in the eyes and inspire Please I sign up ourselves with my heart Heavy is what I want for your fate I just want you to be great 
they carpe seeds every day Start sharpie, stay in your lane, ay, your dreams should build your chase Your demons should freely erase, constant change don't stay in one place Ay, your dreams should build your chase, my dreams are the bass drum to my music My heart beats with them so I can use it To connect with spirits, to call me away from earth me Whether I'm mad or trying to mod, that's the fun place We heard in the simulation, some of my consciousness I share wisdom from my esophagus Cause I'm containing my confidence awakening And it probably spirit where the consequences come to a theme Demons dominance over the world we're in Let the games begin, shake, shatter skin Just a lie again, and greet you with a grin Hermes, see it's in, cause calm, now it's when we let it stay in sin But the website's been cause your lies every day God's call me Spider-Man cause I connect how we play Before I go silent, just one thing to say Your dreams should build your chase Your dreams should build your chase Your demons should feel here race Constant change don't stay in place Why try to so you stay in this space Minds connect and inspire Spreading the fire Breaking the water cause it's desires That's we learn in the eyes and stars We just set ourselves to fly higher hey. I built meta trying to hurt Mazda, now I'm symmetry in the industry. When meta trying to hurt Mazda, I've been symmetry. Are you listening? Are you missing things? I've been kissing rings, turning tour boys into wedding rings. Yeah. We are back. We started going hard. Jonathan just let us know. That we got to take care of our temples because we really are high key underestimating. That's, of course, the whole thing with agriculture, the importance of how we are, what we eat just overall. And America is like really built on that idea. Like you are what you eat. And this is why they want to make sure that we all eat like the least healthy things as possible so we can be the least healthy humans as possible. And then it's really easy to make money off of unhealthy humans who just want to fight each other instead of connecting with themselves and gaining inner peace <laughs> and understanding fairness and balance inherently instead of feeling like there needs to be one God controlling everyone for everything to be fair and balanced. Very opposite. So realm is nefarious, okay? And I think it's time to ask Jonathan about the letter L. What is up? with the legislative legal law system with all their logic so we talked about how with like god and salt and sugar how we put how it has one meaning and people think that that's the meaning but there's really a different meaning and when you look up law most people would think that oh i can't run a stop sign i'm breaking the law or I can't run over a red light or in some states where you can't smoke marijuana, you're mm -hmm. breaking the law. But laws cannot be changed. So there was something in the United States called mm -hmm. the Jim Crow law. And, you know, whites on this side, blacks on that side. Right. And now that's no longer a law. And if it was a law, it can never be changed. There's a law in the universe. This is why I tell people to get back to Mother Earth. There's a law that what you put out comes back to you. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a law a law of attraction. It's the reason why you and I are attracted to one another um, and we're actually having this conversation because right. there are, are laws put in place that, that cannot be broken. Residence is a thing. Why do you yes. feel connected to the human experience overall? So clearly all of our spaces are just in residence with the human experience to be able to connect with a language and make these words matter up to this point. Absolutely. And there are higher laws and Absolutely. lower laws so so when we talk about the kabbalah and the seven hermetic laws mm -hmm. we talk about you know the, the the first main law is and i repeated this before but the law of of mentalism that all mm -hmm. is mental and that literally controls the rest of the laws but then you do have the law of polarity the law of correspondence the law of vibration the law of gender so on and so forth right but mm -hmm. there are higher and, and lower laws right. so with that being said 
when we think about the system of the law, what am I talking about in realm when I say law? I'm not talking about a law because they have done what the agriculture industry has done with salt and sugar, right? They have put it under a label, which people think means one thing, but it has an entirely different meaning. Mm-hmm. There are there are things in the United States that are called codes, right? Codes, right. ordinances, statutes, bylaws. Codes, ordinances, statutes, and bylaws. If you ever went to a public park in a the city, they would say do not feed the pigeon on a sign, and at the bottom of that it would say code, blah blah blah. And based on that code number, if a of a police officer, somebody who polices the policy notice how police policy and politicians all start with pol the politicians make the policies they don't make laws they may make policies and then the police enforce the policies right so if the police wanted to they could give you a ticket or they could arrest you or whatever because you didn't follow that code aka law of feeding the pigeons you would say hey i didn't do anything wrong you broke the law how did I break the law? There's no constitution law of not feeding the pigeons. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse. Because, really? it's, because it's not really the law. So there's also something called maritime law. And maritime law means law of the water. And this is a whole different ballgame. We can get really deep into this. And I used to study mm. this a long time ago, like 15, 16 years ago. And it's still inside of me. And I'm not mm-hmm. as sharp, sharp with it as I used to be, but I'm still familiar with it enough just to break it down and give you guys a little bit of it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Maritime law is the law of the sea. And then you have something called Am- Amaro law, which is the law of the land. There used to be called something before I get into maritime law. There used to be something called the, the uh, common law and common law was the law of the land. Common law was four basic laws and i remember three out of the four one was you don't kill anybody one was you don't um, uh what is it called you don't uh infringe on anyone's property uh the other one and that implies to a person also like rape and things of that nature because Mm -hmm. your person is considered like property right so Mm -hmm. uh another one was not to uh break a contract not not to break a contract and then there was one more. I forget what the other thing was in natural law. But now with maritime law, what it really is, 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 is commercial law. It's commercial law or is a, is, is a law um, called commerce. It's something called the, the UCC-1. There's many UCCs, dashes, blah, blah, blah. But the UCC stands for the Uniform Commercial Code. And mm. this is basically commercial law. So the law that we practice in america and i can't speak for the whole world but i think it's some form of it it's commercial Mm -hmm. law so Mm -hmm. if i have a credit card and if you look on a credit card or a debit card my name jonathan spencer would appear in all capital letter letters Mm -hmm. if you look on your birth certificate which i don't have thank god if you look on your social security card if you look on any type of document because these are documents we like to think that documents are sheets of paper like this is a document right but these are literally documents right these things if you look on any document your personal document your letter your name is always going to appear in all capital letters well what happened to the educational what happened to the e whereas if your name is chase it starts with a capital c but then it goes lowercase h lowercase a lowercase s lowercase e 
Why is it in always in all capitals? Because this commercial law has created a fictitious, a, uh, a fictitious mm-hmm. chase, a fictitious Jonathan. And this is something, it's like nowadays we know about the metaverse, so it's a little bit easier to explain. That I can say, okay, this is me, I'm flesh and blood me, but now I can create a, a fiction Jonathan, and he can only exist in the metaverse. The real me, the flesh and blood me, cannot really function in the metaverse, but I can control my avatar, right, or my straw man, so, and I can function in it that way. So, when we function in this society through commercial, commercial, uniform commercial code, right, this maritime law, this uh, law of the water, what we are doing is that we are actually functioning in it um, from behind the scenes. But mm-hmm. because of our ignorance, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't know. And we don't understand how to use these, our documents, our driving license, our, our birth certificate, other things as tools. So we become a fool. And this is essentially mm-hmm. what the story, The Wizard of the Oz, was about. The right. Wizard of the Oz took place in the 1930s. If anybody knows about the 1930s, this is when birth certificates were issued, I believe, around that time. This is when Social Security came about somewhere Damn. around somewhere around that time. And the, the, the characters in the movies, Kansas was known as like the staple of the United States, right? And it was the, the good place. So that's why Dorothy was mm-hmm. in there. And then she met a straw man. The straw man, again, a straw man are your documents, right? She meant a straw man. And the straw man didn't, what didn't he have? He didn't have a brain because a straw man doesn't have a brain. It's completely empty. Then you had a lion. The lion was representative to the, the heart of the American people that they were once kings and queens, lion being the king of the jungle, but now their heart is gone and they don't have any courage. Look at the average uh, so-called American they don't have a lick of courage. They, you know, remember Foster, remember Foster Bear? Mm-hmm. Foster Bear, you looked at Australians as somebody, whatever. What happened in Australia recently? They have lost all of their courage. And then you have mm-hmm. the Tin Man. Now, what is the Tin Man? The Tin Man, he needed a heart. He, he didn't have any heart, right? And, and what does this say about the American people? That they don't have any heart. And guess what? When you spell Tin, T-I-N, it stands for... Uh, tax um what does it stand for tax Tax. identification number thank you yes tax identification number beautiful and that's exactly what it it stands for it stands for the the irs so it's it's really excuse me so um can you close the door please so it's really symbolic really really symbolic when it comes when it comes to um when, when it comes to the law and people don't understand the law so i understood the law i had an experience and we were not going to talk about that right now but i had a great experience which in every adverse situation in my life it allows me to look at my life process it and then recreate myself right hmm. to go through another transformation kind of like a snake or a frog or a butterfly or something like oh, that please share uh a metamorphosis oh yeah yeah metamorphosis power yeah, so 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 let's let's um, do this more towards the end because it's going to make better sense, and I promise you, we would definitely uh, get there. But law is so c- complicated that I really want to start pulling this apart, and so that people could really yeah. begin to get this is about uh, law. Yeah, to get a firm understanding of how law functions, right? So, 
something that people should know is that the United States controls the military. And what I mean by that is I mean that Washington, D.C. controls the military. The Vatican controls religion. Okay. And London controls the financial system. So and law triangle. only matters because they swear in the Bible, right? Well, I'm going to go deeper in that. Go I won't necessarily say that because even Absolutely. because even when it, even when it comes even when it comes to um, like the Bible, they're taking the Bible out of they're taking so-called God, right? The Bible out of a lot of these institutions. Like back in the days in school, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States under God, right? That's not said anymore. In a lot of these so-called courts, and I call them so-called courts because courts, as we know it, are not really courts by definitions, mm. right? They're really just administration uh, of buildings, and that's mm -hmm. a whole different story in itself. But um, uh, um, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, I kind of lost track. Uh, court systems. What were we talking about right before that? We were talking about um, the law system. Okay. Anyway, just follow me, ladies and gentlemen, because I did kind of get, I did, I did kind of got sidetracked on that. So, oh yeah, this is what I'm talking about. The excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, the 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 Bible is being taken out, right? They don't swear on the Bible anymore, mm -hmm. and in many different institutions. They're removing that. Like even when you look at the, the money on the back of the money in the 1950s, I think it was 1956, that the, uh, "In God We Trust" was put on the money. So God, like I went out with a chick from I don't want to call her a chick. I went out with a woman with, with a lot of respect uh, from Finland, and we we went out for a long time. Very uh, uh, great woman, and um, she was like, "Wow, you say that you aren't religious." But you have a lot of religion religion ways i'm like what do you mean she's like some of your language and blah 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 and i'm like what do you? she said you know that's because of the country you live in and i'm like what do you mean and she's like because your country is is, is built off of christianity and at that point i didn't understand i didn't understand how much of christianity was built inside of this country mm. but now now they have things where there's something called a god a god code or the god gene they realize that it's a gene inside of the human beings that actually is responsible for like superpowers cities and things of that nature yeah isn't they want, bill gates trying to shut it down or something yeah they they want to remove the god gene they want yeah. to re remove it so uh, uh, effectively or not really effectively it's not, they're not effective yet but essentially what they're looking to do uh ultimately it really should make people like side eye all the uh booster injections and mm -hmm. shots that bill gates wants to push though like mm. it's him like at spearheading the whole new world injection everyone get uh constantly shot and hooked up in a microchip to the new internet so that we can steal metatron's information and build a metaverse out of your soul by teaching you that you don't have a soul <laughs> and making yeah. you scared of death <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you look, it's at all it, about like being scared of death, of course, right? Right, which people shouldn't be, honestly. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we could touch on that, but let me let me just finish really quickly with uh, uh, with law. law. Yeah. yeah. So, because law so, manipulates the fear of death. Like this is like what it really is about. Like the only difference between Bill Gates and a normal person is that Bill Gates is on the other side of the law and he is somehow in agreement with the people who can use law to make you scared of their projection 
but it is like who's to say that it is illegal for you to walk into this land because it's private like they can arrest anyone and do anything because you walked onto private land but they stole that land so it's really a communication thing and it's about us like actually communicating about these systems that were created to enslave people so like law is like low-key like it's almost the most important part of realm it's sort of like what holds every system together like all these systems don't work if they're not enforced by the law yes so like right yes. like every single system does not work if it's not enforced right. by the law right. so now it's all of, like it has been about making people scared of the law like that's why people work jobs it's smart to be scared of the law like that's smart now in american culture it's intelligent to be scared of the law <laughs> right like you're supposed to be scared because you're supposed to get a job you're supposed to serve the people that taught you they can do whatever they want to to you if you don't build their world and land that they're stealing yes yes like log is deep and then it's like so complex because they have to use all this logic that they made up to somehow like twist your mind into agreeing to supporting slavery and genocide and acting yeah. like that's love and light in jesus Yes, 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 yes. And, and there are ways to get out of it. And uh, it's very, very simple ways to get out of it. But uh, yeah, law, right? It reinforces everything within the right. paradigm. Of it's all about law enforcement. That's what people are scared of. Yeah. Right. Black yeah. lives matter, everything. Right, right. And then, and then think about it. The police come, they, they police it up. They make sure that these policies are being followed. You know, and um, this is this is Animal Farm. This is George Norwell, right? <laughs> you, you have the uh, dogs, right? They're protecting the pigs and yep. whatever, right? That's right. And this is, this is a smart guy, by the way, George Orwell, including mm -hmm. the book 1984. He talked about there would be a thought police. What are they trying to get inside of people's minds? They're trying to get the chip. And so... Metaverse and thought. Yeah, exactly. So right. people need to pay attention to that. He was a prophet in, in so many ways. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, law. I mean, shout out George Orwell. Uh, <laughs> definitely. There's, 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 there's a lot. There's a lot to say about it, and I think many people are familiar with how it functions, but they just really don't understand the layers on how it goes really, really deep. But there are no laws. There's only um, one law, and that's a commercial law, which mm. really isn't, which really isn't a law that we're going by in the United States of america the corporation that was established in 18 yeah because you're breaking down the details of how the united states was really even manifested through these laws because yeah. that's really like all it is like a concept that's held together by other concepts of a legal system so how do you how do you effectively do this let's say for instance that i turn my cleaning company instead of an llc into an incorporated company and let's say that in any type of corporation i have to have a president I have to have a secretary, I have to have a treasury, so on and so forth. You see these things on the ma macro, right, in the United States. You have presidents, you have secretary of state, which was Hillary at the time. You have treasurers, I think now it's Janet Yellen, or so on and so forth, right? You have all of these people in place, all of these chess pieces. This is a, a corporation, right? It's not queens and kings, it's not a monarch and whatever, right? So when, when, when it comes to law, people really need to understand is that if you identify as being a citizen, that is exactly the same as saying that you identify to being an employee at my corporation. So since you say, hey, I'm a citizen, 
My name is Jonathan. This is my ID saying that I'm an American citizen. Now you are subjective to all of these laws, a.k.a. Um, uh, codes, ordinances, statutes, whatever. Just like if you say, hey, I'm now an employee with Jonathan. This is my uh, seven seconds, by the way. This is uh, this is my um, uh, ID to get to get inside of the corporation and mingle. Then I say, you know what? These are my rules and my policies that I wrote that I, I wrote out. The number one rule and policy is before you go to the restroom, you must ask permission. The second rule and policy is that if you're more than 20 minutes late, that you would get it written up one time. If you more, if you do it twice, now all of a sudden, you know, you're fired. Right. And then you, you're walking on thin ice because you're like, oh, man, you know what I mean? I have to follow these. I have mm. to follow these. And and this is mm -hmm. what the United States has done to say that it's the law. Respect the law. Donald Trump, I am the president of law and, and order. There is no law on this land. There's only something that's a true law, which is natural law, which is the law of the universe, which mm -hmm. is the law of Earth, which is the law of this thing called God or Tao or, or, or uh, Brahman or whatever you want to call it. And that's why I say that it, when you're in alignment with the universe, when you're in alignment with Earth, that nothing can touch you, that mm -hmm. nothing can li literally touch mm -hmm. you. You literally begin to become an avatar, an avatar where it doesn't matter if police or whatever, that you right. can literally develop yourself to such a high degree. This is where we get not airbending, not firebending, not waterbending, not earthbending. I like to call what Jonathan is talking about space bending. Yeah. When you know that your spirit is space, you are able to literally stay in vibrational alignment with the universe in a way that stops bad things from happening before they happen. So like you can overthink and perceive that bad things are going to happen. But as long as you're staying in vibrational alignment with your space, nothing can touch you because scientifically nothing can touch your space. You built a body that can be touched by other bodies. But when you know that your body is being created by your space, you'll ride your frequency instead of the frequency of the world. If you believe the world, you'll get touched all day, every day, and you'll have no consent in the matter, <laughs> mm. right? So pick one, right? You either believe in spiritual, spiritual reality where you know that no one can touch you until you create the circumstances to be touched, or you believe in physical reality, which is that you're always being touched and you have no control over it. Mm. Sounds like rape. Yep, Ab absolutely, absolutely. And so that's why I tell people, listen, you can blame, you can complain, and you can explain, but really there are no victims. Really, there are no enemies. And it's really about a choice. It's really about are you willing to be consistent and to do the work and take responsibility for your life and for yourself? Wow. Anybody, anybody can take their shoes off and Spider-Man. And, and 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 practice this stuff and if you don't know it we have a a, a whole bunch of information you know google is for googleplex google googleplex is an actual number it's, it's huge right just as you got a trillion and a quadrillion you got googleplex like we can learn anything we want to learn but it's now it's about whether if we're willing to learn or not whether if it's mm -hmm. that we love ourselves as much as we say we love ourselves mm. whether if we want a change as much as we say we we want to change or do we My want God. to continue to blame complain and explain and, and point the finger and yes i am pointing the finger yes i am calling out institutions and corporations and so on and so forth but i'm doing it in a way not see there's a difference between judgment and discernment mm -hmm. the judgment means it's, it's defined to have an opinion 
Mm-hmm. Discernment means that it's an observation. It's what you're. Uh, it's a perception. It's what you're perceiving. Like I'm observing something happening. That's not a judgment, right? So what I'm seeing is these are all facts that I'm putting out, and I'm just putting them in a condensed manner. Hopefully, I'm doing a good job at it, so that people could really get a, a good grasp on what is really happening. Because people lie, and numbers don't. And I can look at the numbers mm. of death. I can look at the numbers of, of illnesses that people are experiencing. And it is a tremendous amount of people that are going through hardship. And I say because of ignorance. And I'll leave mm-hmm. you on this, that there are three poisons to the mind of man. And that's arrogance, ignorance, and disobedience. Disobedience of the law. Arrogance means overly expressing one's importance. Mm. And uh, uh, ignorance, meaning to ignore. That's what, it's the etymology of ignorance, to ignore one self ignorance mm. yeah we're going to be right back to continue addressing how the law is being used to bind everyone in ignorance and arrogance and wait what was the other one disobedience disobedience uh yeah literally yeah that's perfect 